0: Hello, my name is Rez Buton, and this is Once Upon a Roll, a D&D podcast where I play a one-on-one session with a new guest each week in the land of Cortia, a homebrew setting I've been using for the past four and a half years. Uh, this week, my guest is Keely. Hey, Keely, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. How about you?
0: How might people know you on the internet?
1: Um, I go by Keeley Clove on Twitter. I like to talk about Sonic online and post pictures of my cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, both good things. Uh, you know, bo- and both things that the internet seems to like to flock around for People hate Sonic. love of mean? cats and hatred of Sonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There we go. I'm a Sonic defender, so... I guess maybe part of the appeal.
0: <laughs> I mean, we we can agree on Sonic Adventure Two battle. How about that? That that can be our common ground. Okay. I don't know that I have much beyond that for you, but
1: <sighs> you know, I can respect Adventure Two. It's it's totally fine. It's great.
0: A classic.
1: Music rules.
0: Yeah, live and learn. So have you uh, have you played much D and D before?
1: Um, I played a few like short sessions with friends here and there, but we weren't very good at it. I feel like, like we never got very far, and we always got. Really, really, really sidetracked to the point where the DM was like, "I'm gonna rip my hair out if you guys don't stop trying to <laughs> um, flirt with this lizard in a cave."
0: Sure, I mean it sounds like a typical early D and D experience. Yeah, you to know, be you're honest, just goofing off with the, the boys, goop-
1: drinking some mead, but you know, to yeah. learn more about it and play more.
0: Yeah. Well, uh I I assume so you've mostly played with groups, probably never done a one-on-one session.
1: Yeah, nothing like that at all. So that's why I'm a little bit nervous, but very very excited for the most part.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I think you'll do great. It's obviously puts a lot more on you needing to be on, mm-hmm. you know, uh but it also makes us you don't know, have to, you know, sit there for 30 minutes sometimes being like am I here still? You know? <laughs> am I in this am I in this scene? Do I exist? <laughs> We exist in imagination, and that's real enough for me. Wow. (laughs) Well, uh, let's jump into this episode of Once Upon a Roll. The kingdom of Cortia has thrived for over a thousand years. In that time, it has endured war against powerful enemies, outlasted deadly feuds between its lords, and fought against evil, both of this plane and others. However, during the most recent Festival of the Autumn Sun, the sage's ritual revealed a nearly forgotten omen, the sign of Black Sun, a symbol only seen once before, and it almost led to the destruction of Cortia. Panicked, the common folk in the capital city rioted, and when the dust settled, the king was dead, and his two children had disappeared in the night. The lord of the city of Edgewood, Tom Dunn, restored peace to the capital, and with no heirs of the king anywhere to be seen, He decided to sit the throne and take the position of Lord Regent. But this story takes place a few months before the Festival of the Autumn Sun, and sets its sights upon the Imian Sea. You've been captaining a small vessel that you've dubbed the Effervescent for a few months now, largely sailing along the coasts of Cortia. The ship, of course, was paid in full by your mother one of the ladies of the elven court of Sanathalur, who is happy to front the cost in order for you to live out your dream. It also got her bastard daughter out from the prying and judging eyes of those in Sanathalur, which was an added bonus. But your dream is what matters the most. The dream (laughs) of becoming a pirate. Your days as a pirate have largely been filled with chasing leads from treasure maps and helping the occasional coastal town from attacks from various sea beasts instead of any actual piracy, but piracy is in the eye of the beholder. You've assembled a small but spirited crew who are able to tend to the various duties of the ship. Barely. There's Colas, a halfling man with flowing blonde hair in a grin that you've rarely seen leave his face. You met him in a tavern in the city of Fridia, where he gave a rousing performance of a song you loved from your childhood. You knew you had to have him on your crew.
1: Absolutely. Sounds like a (laughs) winner.
0: Exactly. There's Maribel, a human girl you met in the lower district of Teldwith who tried to steal your coin purse, but you were able to chase her down and learn her story. She was orphaned, alone, and hungry. You felt that she reminded you of yourself a bit when you were a teenager, despite the fact that she really is nothing like you and, <laughs> and your life was filled with, you know, privilege and elven courts, but nonetheless, you felt like you saw yourself uh, in her a bit. So you offered her a space on your crew as well. And lastly, there's Bessian, the first crewmate you ever brought on an Aarakocra with red, yellow, and blue feathers. So Aarakocra are humanoid birds. And you met him along the shores of Valia. He commented on the beauty of your multicolored sails and you commented on the beauty of his feathers. And he has been a fast friend ever since and your first mate. Uh, And lastly, and most importantly, there is Scrumpy, your cat, (laughs) who looks like most other cats aside from wings sprouting from his back that you don't pay much mind to.
1: Well, it's just a cat, just some guy on my ship, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Others have sailed with you, but they've come and gone. And only these three, and Scrumpy, have stayed at your side through the thick of it. Which is why when your little skeleton crew found itself in a storm, they had no chance. The last thing you remember is seeing the bow of your ship pointing straight up to the sky before you fell into the water.
1: Doesn't sound great.
0: (laughs) And then there was nothing. And then there was now. Mm. You feel the salt water first come out of your nose and then your mouth as you begin violently coughing up the sea. Water laps at your feet and sand is plastered against your face. You look up and you see that the sky is blue, the day is warm, and Scrumpy is looking down at you anxiously.
1: Scrumpy, hey, you live too, huh?
0: Scrumpy just gives up meow <laughs> and kind of like uh, rubs rubs uh, his head against your head.
1: Ugh, I'm glad you're okay, bud. Where is everyone else, though?
0: He gives like a little shrug and, uh, <laughs> and seems like he was kind of just waiting for you to be okay. Uh, you can see kind of a, a little rip on your shoulder that looks like maybe where some teeth had bit into your shirt you get the sense that he like tried dragging you out of the water but is a small cat so couldn't but uh you do have like a little rip in your in the yeah in your shirt on your shoulder
1: (laughs) valiant effort my guy um so you want to look around do i see anyone else here kind of washed up with me
0: uh, yeah, so a- a- as you stand up and take a quick look around you, uh, you do not see anyone else there. Can you, uh, while, while that's happening, as you know, you kind of get your heroic moment of standing up after this storm, brushing off some sand, can you uh, describe your character?
1: I don't remember what age we decided that she was, actually. She, like, 20s,
0: 30s? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, and half-elf young, right?
1: Yeah. So this character is a half-elf... Let's see. She is a barbarian. She carries around a trident and a club, which is just a great combination, obviously. I don't know why more people aren't doing this. Let's see. She <laughs> is wearing what looks to be like a bougie sort of pirate outfit, um, where she's wearing like a typical pirate hat, but it's like black lined with gold because, again, mm-hmm. rich parents, those fun little privileges of being like, yep, I want an entire black and gold pirate outfit. I want to look... <laughs> i spent a lot of money on this because someone did but it wasn't me
0: <laughs> which is a sort of piracy in itself right i mean you didn't pay for it you, you took it from someone else Absolutely. You know, it was your parents pockets but you, you did you took it nonetheless I took
1: it nonetheless it does not belong to me it is not my it's, i have no right to this and it's fine yeah <laughs> um let's see one of her other defining characteristics that she wants to be a bit taller so she is wearing um it looks like typical pirate boots, but they're also high heels. Mm-hmm. She can't walk super great in them. She looks a little bit uneasy every time she's taking steps, especially on the sand. Mm-hmm. She really hopes her crew does not notice and especially Scrumpy. But, you know, <laughs> what can you do? Uh, other than that, she's like sand colored hair. I think I said on like yellowish eyes, I think. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I, normally you probably stand at like five, 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 six. Mm-hmm. Right. Half films are a little short. Or I guess, I, yeah, you know, some five. I don't know. Yeah. Not super tall, but with your boots, you're probably pushing a little over six feet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is exactly the look we're going for. So
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, it just looks like her hair is pretty, like, usually pretty well done. Her skin is obviously not seen very much outside time besides the past couple months we've been sailing. So she doesn't really have, like, any scars or anything, like, cool like that. And that really pisses her off. But
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're probably still mostly in like the sunburn territory. Like you, you haven't gotten the, you know, long tan of a sailor yet, no. uh, but have gotten a few burns on your neck, yeah. which are unfortunate and uh, <laughs> painful at times. Uh, but yeah, one thing you notice as you stand up is that your club and Trident are not in their normal spots on your back. They seem to have fallen off at some point.
1: Oh, God, I'm weaponless on the beach? I don't even know where I am?
0: If you'd like, you can kind of, you know, I had you take a a quick glance around. If you want to do a more uh, detailed look, you can make a perception check and and look around for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Perception where? Eight.
0: With an eight, you have no sign (laughs) of the club. (laughs) Crap. But it is enough to see a little glint in the water. A little ways out, that looks like you know a, a little bit of the metal that's at the end of your trident.
1: Well, I gotta go out there and go get it then.
0: I'm gonna have you, you know, the waves are kind of coming in, mm. and you're walking with your boots <laughs> trying to get through. It's not necessarily the easiest walk. I'm just gonna have you make an athletics check. All
1: right, perfect. Would that be disadvantage since there's like waves and stuff like that, or is that?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna give you disadvantage on it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems
1: like that'd be a little bit of a struggle. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a four.
0: Okay, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, take a few steps in the water, and a big wave starts coming through. You try to brace yourself for it, uh, but it hits you. you know, you're know, you a little fatigued and tired from being at sea. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the heck
1: just happens. And uh,
0: getting shipwrecked. Uh, so, yeah, you get knocked down by this. Get another nice whiff of uh, salt water up your nose. <laughs> and you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you kind of get knocked over uh, and pushed back to the beach.
1: Ugh. <coughs> I hate the ocean. <coughs> I know it's not very pirate of me to say, but no one else can hear me besides you, Scrumpy. <coughs> Do you want to, can I have Scrumpy try to go out there and get it?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Scrumpy, it's on you, my guy. You're all I have.
0: Scrumpy will kind of give you a look as you, like, you know, point to it. Fetch. <laughs> I have some stats for Scrumpy, so I'll just have you roll a d twenty, and then you can subtract one because Scrumpy's not all that strong. Okay, Let's
1: so say I rolled a d twenty, got fifteen
0: minus one. Okay, that's pretty good though for <laughs> Scrumpy. Uh, so <laughs> Scrumpy like gives you a little nod and flies over, and you see him land on the handle. Uh, he kind of grabs it with his bottom paws and. It takes a little bit, but he's able to, like, move it back and forth and unwedge it from the sand, where it was, like, kind of sticking up from, you know, the sand and the water. Mm-hmm. And he's pulling it over. He He's not strong enough to, like, lift <laughs> this thing up high and fly with it. So he's kind of, like, coasting, like, just a foot above the water. You know, it was probably about, like, 25 feet out. My gosh. He's able to get about 12 feet halfway carrying it mm. uh, and you see behind him is coming a big wave that he's not going to be able to get uh out of the way of uh what do you do
1: scrumpy drop it drop it fly away <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. it's fine
0: uh you yell at scrumpy to drop it and he kind of looks uh roll another d20 for me and this time you can add three for scrumpy's dexterity
1: all right i rolled a nine sets 12
0: Okay. It's pretty good. DC was 10, so you needed to get above 10 for him not to get swallowed up. Yes! Uh, He flies. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, it's coming and he's able to just, like, stay a little bit in front of it as it crashes down. (sighs) You're not exactly sure what has happened to the trident. You can't see it, (laughs) but it does seem like it's probably a little bit closer.
1: Okay. So maybe the wave washed it a bit closer then. I don't know. I can't really see super well because it's bright outside and everything, but... Good try, Scrumby. All right, just come on back, dude. You're a cat. You don't like water, probably.
0: Yeah, Scrumpy got splashed a little. so he's,
1: Neither one of us like water. <laughs> this is great.
0: <laughs> if you'd like to make another perception check to see if you can get eyes on the trident, you can.
1: Yeah, I got to get my trident back. I rolled 14.
0: Yeah, it, it's closer now. Um, so you're kind of able to get a quick look. It's, a, it's about 10 feet out. Uh, it's easier to walk than... Uh, before, so okay. i let you do an athletics check, not at disadvantage to just kind of get out there and weather through the waves.
1: Uh-huh, I got 14. We can do this! Easy enough,
0: yeah. <laughs> Mostly, the you know, the other time it's because you rolled a natural one, which is <laughs> really bad. <laughs> this is easy enough to just wade through, reach down, pick up your trident.
1: Alright, got my weapon back, finally. You know where my club went still, and that was probably kind of expensive. Thanks, Mom, but... <laughs> this is fine. This'll do for now. Everything's fine. I'm not freaking out.
0: Uh Scrumpy just kinda looks at you and you know, you can interpret the look however you want, whether it's, you know, yeah, you're not freaking out. Or yeah, sure, you're not freaking out.
1: This freaking guy. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. You can even hold the trident, idiot.
0: <sighs>
1: you mean speak English? Why am I talking to you? I've been alone for far too long. <laughs> it's been like ten minutes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ten minutes of being awake. I'm, like, oh, I'm so alone. Hate it here. Yeah, you uh, Walk back onto the beach, and Scrumpy uh, flies over, lands on your shoulder.
1: Oh, I'm a little parrot. Okay, so you look a little bit pathetic, but that's okay. Um, I want to start kind of wandering around the beach, trying to see if there's any signs or maybe any feathers from some like, my crewmates.
0: Yeah, we'll say this is more investigation. For for looking for something like feathers. All
1: right, investigation. Yeah, I'm looking for some colorful feathers because I know Bastian. He couldn't have gone too far, right? Like a bestie has to stay by your side. Is kind of close. I rolled 15 for investigation.
0: That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because I think you have like negative stuff to investigate.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're well, not great at intelligence.
0: So, in general, as you look around this area, you see that beach continues to your left, beach continues to your right, and there is, like, a uh, bit of a hill, like, straight in front of you. You get the sense that if you went up there, you might get a good view of the area. As far as, like, the more specific investigation stuff, Mm. you do not find any feathers feathers belonging to Bessie in here.
1: No signs of any of my friends or any other weapons.
0: You do not see any signs of any of your friends. What you do notice is there are footprints in the sand. And as you look, you know, especially like a little further away from where the water's lapping, you know, Mm -hmm. a little more up the beach where the tide won't hit. You do see tracks that seems to be a lot of footprints, like maybe belonging to six plus people, more than your crew. So it seems like someone else has been on this island.
1: Oh, someone else might be shipwrecked too, but I don't really have my crew. I don't really have my weapons. Scrumpy can't really fight. He's just a cat. So I think I'd rather avoid confrontation with that if I can. I guess maybe I just want to go to the top of the hill for now. And that's away from where these footprints are leading, right? Or they go to the hill mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah. No, those kind of mostly, it seems, you know, as you kind of take a look, not that you have huge knowledge of how these things work, <laughs> but you kind of get the sense it's almost like some sort of Patrol that was moving like around the beach, checking different parts, maybe from a day or two ago. Um, you know, you never probably patrolled on your own, but you know, you've lived, you've lived in nice castles mm-hmm. before <laughs> where you're like, oh, yeah. You've seen guards walk the same path. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just the guards. They probably wouldn't harm me, but also, what if they do? What if they know that I'm Phineas Salty Oritoris? The greatest pirate the world's ever seen. What if they know? They're going to see me and they're going to know. So I got to keep moving. Got to get out of here. Uh, side note. <laughs> Did I ever actually introduce the character, Finia?
0: I don't know that you said her name. Oh. Uh, you introduced what she looked like. Yeah, I got <laughs> she nervous. Had rich parents. But yes, yes, Finia is her name.
1: Finia Oritoris. But she wants everyone to call her Salty, which is her super cool pirate name. She came up with all by herself.
0: Yeah. Does anyone on the crew call you Salty? Absolutely you not. No. Yeah. You just call
1: me Finn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I imagine like Bessian tried once and I was like, no. Started I laughing. Like <laughs> I, I will not call you salty.
1: <laughs> Gang has a couple of beers and they're like, yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> will not happen. All right. You make your way up the hill?
1: Yes. I'm trudging.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're able to climb up. Scrumpy, you know, flies up alongside you and, and flies to the top. Yeah, you you get a pretty good look of the island from here. You know, looking down the hill, you can see palm trees sparsely spread out. But, you know, as things get further away from you, uh, they get more densely packed Mm -hmm. with trees. As you look out, it doesn't seem like a massive island. A, you can tell it's an island, which I guess (laughs) says something, because you can see kind of the end of it a ways out. Okay. It doesn't look like there are any structures here. You do see kind of further away, there looks to be another, I guess we'll call it a hill. It looks bigger and more rocky. I wouldn't say it's a mountain, but it's definitely rockier than the little hill you're on right now. Can you make a perception check? And with your kind of elevated stance, I'll I'll give you advantage on it.
1: Sure. 13.
0: Yeah, as you kind of look out, you know, you get a little scope of the island. One thing you notice on the very, very far end like pretty much the farthest point away from you every once in a while like it seems like kind of bobs up and out of your sight every once in a while it looks to be something kind of flowing in the wind and it looks to be like a black cloth of some sort you can't make much more out than that but you do see something kind of in the distance that is moving up and down Every once in a while black in a rhythmic cloth. sort of manner. And it looks to be some sort of black cloth.
1: Man, you shouldn't have thrown away my glasses. Um.
0: <laughs> a little bit closer to you, though. You hear the noise first. Uh, you hear barking. Huh. And as you kind of like... You're like, yeah, it, wait, yeah. Are, are, is that is that barking? Because at first you could only really hear the loud crashing of the waves, But then mm-hmm. you put an ear out and you're like, oh. And you look towards the sound of the bark. And you do see... They are somewhat far away, but what looks to be three dogs looking up at a tree, barking at something in it.
1: Ooh, I wonder who they found. Oh, I'm terrified of dogs. This is why I have a cat? Oh, boy, but could be one of my friends in there. I need someone to help me with my ship. Oh, my God, my ship. Where'd my ship go? No ship, no friends. Unless. All right, well, I do want to go investigate that tree. Despite everything, I'm going to kind of shakily walk towards that tree, hoping the dogs (laughs) don't notice me. As sneaky as one can be walking through, like, a sandy, rocky area in high-heeled boots, (laughs) I would like to sneak over there and see if I can see what the dogs see without being noticed.
0: I will have you make a stealth check. It won't be at disadvantage, but, like, the DC might be a little higher because of, you know, (laughs) these certain aspects. Uh, 22. That's great, yeah. Uh, You, despite, you know, being in... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you like while you are shaking your boots, you have gotten somewhat used to them. Yeah. But you know, you do everything you can to calm yourself take a breath. As you're moving forward, you also see scrumpy kind of like, on the ground going quietly, you know, with with a cat's grace, and you do your best <laughs> to be like, okay, do what the cat does. Cats are so sneaky. (laughs) So, Uh, so, you know, you you kind of, uh, follow along with scrumpy's lead and yeah, you're, you're able to kind of sneak down to a tree closer to this and, and get a better look uh, at what's going on. And you see, yeah, what seems to be, you know, when I, when I say dog, you know, they seem more, a little more wolf, like pretty mangy, all barking up as, as you kind of look up to see what they're barking at. You see, uh, Familiar halfling man with flowing blonde hair uh, just standing there. No grin on his face (gasps) right now as he kind of looks down panicked. You see Colas uh, at the top of the tree just kind of like sitting there, you know, (laughs) humming to himself like, Oh, we're going to get this. We're going to be okay. (laughs) You know, just doing whatever you can to stay calm um, as he's stuck in this tree with enemies at the bottom.
1: That voice, that flowing blonde hair. Hey! Get excited and just kind of start yelling.
0: <laughs> oh, so you, you move out of your stuff. Yep. <laughs> no so longer terrified.
1: <laughs> That's my friend up there. Hey! Come back down. It's fine, probably.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> as you get up and wave, Scrumpy's like, meh, nah, meh. <laughs> uh, trying to be like, what are you doing? Uh, and the three uh, kind of mangy. Dogs turn their heads to you all at the same time. And, and Colas's head snaps to you too. And at first it's like joy <laughs> for seeing you and seeing that you're okay. And then a second later, uh, he like looks down at the dogs and he's like, watch out. Uh, <laughs> they're going to start running at you.
1: Okay. Um, do I have any of my, my survival pack stuff left? Like would I still have even my rations or. Yeah. Uh, please throw some food at them and hope they leave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say you have your, your pack would have been just kind of around you okay. and then stayed on you. All
1: right. Well, dogs, this food might be a little bit salty on the count of the ocean, but you might like this. I'm just trying to throw some food in the opposite direction to see if maybe it'll get their attention.
0: <laughs> you, you, you toss it. Um, make an animal handling check.
1: Okay. Uh, submit that. 11.
0: 11. Okay. You throw it. And one of the dogs does turn towards it as he kind of sees it fly over, is curious by it, sniffs, and seems like there is food and he runs towards it. The other two are not distracted though. Uh, and, and they are coming for you.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. I tried it ready.
0: Whew. Okay. Uh roll for initiative.
1: Perfect. Initiative four. Very good. <laughs> oh boy.
0: Alright. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we'll have Colas roll as well.
1: All right, Colas, come on down.
0: All right, so uh, Wolf Three is the one who ran off. Mm-hmm. I'm sure has a you know name and lore of its own. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Wolf One will run up to you, get up to you, uh, and make a bite attack at you. Ouch. Uh, that is a 23 to hit, so that's going to hit
1: you. Yeah, our class is what 13.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you take seven points of piercing damage.
1: Okay, so is at 31. 11, all right, 24 hit points left.
0: And uh, you have to make a strength saving throw.
1: Strength saving throw. Um. Okay, I got a 12.
0: The DC is 11, so you do not get knocked down prone. <laughs> you are still standing up good. That is Wolf 1's turn. Uh, Colas will see you in trouble and jump down from the tree. Mm-hmm. He's able to kind of like jump down and roll and be okay. He's a- he's not able to get up to where you all are. He's still a ways away. Yeah, But he is close enough to, let's see, what can he do?
1: He's a bard, right?
0: Yeah, he is a bard. So he is going to first throw a dagger at Wolf Two, who's a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Which will hit and do a little damage to the wolf. Not much damage to the <laughs> wolf. It does four damage to the wolf.
1: That's, some, that's more than I've done so far. Good stuff, Colas.
0: <laughs> true, true. Uh, and then he'll look at you and cast Healing Word, uh, seeing that you took a big bite <laughs> and just kind of gives you a thumb up. And like, you're you're going to be okay, Cap. You're going to be okay. Uh, Aye, and you, <laughs> You heal uh, six points.
1: Wow. I knew bringing you out was a good idea.
0: The wolf that he threw a dagger at is going to run over to him to take a bite instead of running at you now. Uh oh. And it got a natural one. So it kind of like goes for a big chomp. <laughs> he like puts his hands so up, like, oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, and it just bites to the side. And he's like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. Um, talk as an idiot then wolf three is like eating the food
1: (laughs) wolf three three stays that way shit
0: yeah wolf wolf three seems to be eating uh the food not really paying attention to the fight
1: love that for him love that and you are up all right so i do have my trident still um looks -hmm. like i can two hand my trident See, one d8 plus three piercing damage I'm gonna roll that. If I wanna attack Wolf 1, he's right in front of me. I just wanna like yep. whip my try to out and just go for the jab, just to be like, nope, absolutely not. How dare you bite me? This is expensive, you know. Alright, got a nineteen.
0: Nineteen will hit, <sighs> yeah.
1: Take that. All right, I rolled a six plus three, so that's nine.
0: Yeah, you uh, hit the wolf hard. It is it is looking pretty hurt here.
1: I would like to just end my turn. I don't really want to hurt this wolf. I would like him to stay away from me, and I would like him to leave my clothing alone. And I've mm-hmm. never killed before, and I'm not about to start today. So I'm going to get a couple more rashes on my pack while I have a moment while he's, like, flinching. And I want to uh, throw them probably about 10 feet away if possible. So he gets, gets distracted. He's more, you know, accepting of food now that he's, like, not doing so hot. Mm-hmm. Now there's two of us and his friends distracted.
0: <laughs> Roll another animal handling. Okay.
1: Animal we'll handling. I will roll eighteen.
0: Okay, eighteen. Yeah, that's pretty good. It kind of um you know, after it hit a bite on you and then you hit it hard back and it can kind of tell it's not doing super well, and then it sees you like put food out in front of it and throw it to the side. It does it like looks at you kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't run to the food, but it does kinda of, like move a paw back, like <laughs> like trying to measure you <laughs> you i mean in general you get the sense like as you kind of look at it it doesn't necessarily seem like a stray dog yeah but maybe you know not one that has gotten any sort of like kind treatment or, or been shown some sort of mercy Yeah. so yeah it, it does seem it, like wary of you still but it It doesn't seem as threatening as it did a moment ago.
1: Good. This is progress. This is progress. We'll take it.
0: So yeah, that's your turn. (laughs) Then it is Wolf One's turn. Um, Wolf One is going to kind of look at you again Mm. and then slink away a bit. Take a few steps back. Good talk. And then move towards the food. (laughs) Smart boy. Colas is up and he uh, (laughs) is still in, in battle with... (laughs) <laughs> One of them. Uh-oh.
1: Cole, is try a snack.
0: A, a snack? Okay. Uh, he reaches into a pocket where you see he pulls out like a little thing of jerky. Ooh. He kind of puts it in front of the wolf and throws it to the side. He's going to make an animal handling check. A three. Uh, <laughs> he throws it uh, and he's like, he gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> Looks like this will work. Uh, wolf two is up. It is going to jump and take a bite <laughs> at Kolas. no. That's a 16 to hit. So it will, in fact, Oh,
1: no, Colas!
0: <laughs> he takes six points of damage. You idiot. And uh, is knocked prone with this wolf <sighs> on top of him.
1: Oh, God. Okay. It's not great.
0: <laughs> uh, wolf three continues to eat the rations. And now it is on you.
1: All right. We got two good dogs, one dog not being so good. All right, so the wolf's on top of my friend now. See, how far is he from me? Like, can I sprint over there and just, like, make a loud noise?
0: Yeah, with your speed, you could get there. Okay,
1: I wanna sprint over there then, and I wanna see if I can just, like, make a loud, scary noise to see if we can get the wolf, like, spooked off of him, I guess. Yeah. It's probably not great. (laughs) He needs those lungs. You can't crush his lungs, he needs those to sing me my
0: tunes. (laughs) Roll uh, an intimidation check.
1: Okay. Very scary. Mitts. Um. Oh, I got an eight.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. As you run over and like yell, you are a little panicked, uh, and, and it it sounds more concerned than scary. You sound more scared get, than scary.
1: Get away from my friend! Come on. <laughs>
0: uh, it doesn't seem to have any effect as the wolf continues bearing down on Colas.
1: Damn it. What's my cat doing throughout all this?
0: Uh Scrumpy is on a tree, like flew up to a tree and is just kind of like hissing down <laughs> at some of the wolves.
1: <laughs> Scrumpy, you're a coward. Look what these wolves doing to your brother.
0: I'll say uh, the intimidation was a bonus action. So you would still have your action.
1: Okay, so <laughs> not very scary. I don't really want to have to hit this wolf though either. But also I also have my backpack that I could use. Uh, I have a torch, which is not lit. I have a bedroll. I wish I could just like club him on the head so you he can get knocked out or something because I don't want to stab him or anything like that. But I guess I do have a bedroll. i like wrap it around the wolf or something.
0: I'll say like if you want to use your trident in a non like piercing sort of like non-lethal way, yeah, you can do that. I'll say like, I mean, yeah, because you, you can do non-lethal damage to aim to knock out. Yeah. You'll probably do a little less damage cuz there's a piercing weapon that you're trying not to like pierce. Yeah,
1: we can use like the other end maybe? Like
0: But yeah, yeah, you could like you you could use yeah, you could use the handle end almost as a club. Perfect. And we'll let you use the club stats for that, which are less strong than uh All right. You're trying to. So
1: I give him a good good bonk on the head, so he stops. Mhm. <laughs> okay. And then All right, roll the hit. Let's see. 25. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's a crit, so you get oh, to no. roll, uh, <laughs> we'll have you roll 2d4. Okay,
1: um, d4. Uh,
0: plus three, and you're aiming for non-lethal yeah. damage. You're not trying to kill it.
1: So 2d4, um, I got a three and a one, so three, four, five, six,
0: seven. Yeah, and you had taken four damage before from Colas. You come over, you, uh, you know flip your trident so you're holding it by (laughs) the trident (laughs) Uh, and you just swing it and kind of hit the wolf uh, in the backside and it flips over Colas and uh, it seems to be knocked out.
1: Okay. Colas, You do
0: see like breath continues up and down, but yeah, it is not up.
1: Okay. We're not killing today. Colas, come on. We got to run. We got to get out of here.
0: As you hit that, the other two wolves kind of hear the yelp and they are going to turn to you and kind of look at you and give a bit of a growl to you. Uh, they seem a little angry with it. So I'll say, yeah, you can you can respond to that however you, you'd like.
1: All right. I just kind of want to maybe drop my weapon. Maybe so they think I'm not quite much of a threat. Like, I don't want to fight. I just, I want my friends and I would like to leave. That's it. Weapon down, arms up. Just I don't know if dogs understand anything like that, but... I don't want to fight you guys. You're kind of cute.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, and making like an appeal, like the food. Yeah. <laughs> look at the food. I look
1: at look at the ground before you. Has your stomach been this full in days? Probably not. I'll give your friends some food too. If you just let me go. Put a snack on another dog's head.
0: <laughs> oh, so you like put food down by the unconscious Yeah, I put dog. it on his
1: head so that they know okay. it's for him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, put it down. Um, I'll let you do with that, with putting like food down, like showing you're non threatening. I'll let you do uh, one last animal handling at advantage.
1: At advantage. Okay. Perfect. That is a, looks like 13.
0: A 13 is not going to be quite enough to do it. They don't start charging you, but they do seem pretty. Pretty threatening towards you. You can't tell necessarily what's gonna happen next, but you you're, you're smart enough to know that at the very least these wolves do not want you here or anywhere near them right now.
1: See, I don't I don't want to be here either. So <laughs> I just wanna rat
0: in accord. <laughs> like,
1: perfect. Perfect. We want the same thing here. Actually. Um. All right. Well, I want to scoop up my friend, Colas, and drag him to his feet, and yeah. we gotta go.
0: You uh pick up Colas. The dogs do kind of, like, as you uh are picking up and start moving, they do kind of, like, make a move towards you, barking loudly. You're bad at this. Make an intelligence check.
1: Oh, God. I just, I just want to leave. Okay, intelligence check. So it's like a seven.
0: Okay, yeah, oh. you, you, you're just like well, I'm going to get away from these. Dogs. I want to get out. Uh, I, I don't want to
1: <laughs> really I don't, want to, out right I don't now. want to hurt
0: them. So uh, you <laughs> just start running like the wind, uh, holding Colas in your arms. And then for a second, he seems to want to protest. Like I can run just as fast. But as you like are sprinting along with your, I think uh, your extra barbarian movement <laughs> and, and making long strides. Like oh, whatever, fine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you just sprint, not looking back. Probably after about two minutes of running and just trying to get away from that spot, mm-hmm. you look back and it does not seem like they chased you.
1: <sighs> okay, right, I think I think we're good. I don't want to get too far from when we first started because still a couple more crewmates missing and all that. And honestly, my legs are kind of tired. But <sighs> okay, Colas, are you are you good?
0: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that... that wolf almost killed me. But it didn't. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Once again, our crew is the best crew. Coolest pirates around.
0: Yeah, thanks, um... thanks for saving me, Finn.
1: Yeah, yeah, anytime. I think.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Have you, uh, seen Maribel?
1: Uh Uh-uh. I haven't seen... I haven't had any signs of anyone since I've been here. You're the first person I found.
0: Oh. Well, I washed up near Bessian... Um, Bessian. we were by each other for a bit and... And you left him? Well, I mean, the, the wolves, they chase me.
1: They chase him too? Is there more wolves?
0: Well, not wolves, but pirates. Pirates? Like, like, uh, you look at him and it seems like he wants to say, like, real pirates. <laughs> uh, but he says, yeah, other pirates.
1: Other pirates? <laughs> God. Well,
0: we uh, washed up and we're trying to make our way in and ran into a handful of people. There's a lot of them. Seemed like they're led by this tiefling woman. They were really interested in Bessian. You know, I mean, there aren't that many arakocra around, especially ones as colorful as him. So their group started chasing him, and sent the dogs after me, and kind of got split up while running away. So I don't- I don't know where he is.
1: I guess I can forgive you, just this once, but do you think they took him? Have you heard- did you hear anything? I know you were probably running for your life and breathing really hard and everything, but did you hear anything? Do you remember anything else? Where is my bird?
0: (laughs) (sighs) I don't know, we- we got split up when we were running, and I, I don't know much else does look like they have a ship here on the other side oh, um,
1: ships speaking of ships though have you seen our ship at all
0: he kind of gives you like a oh oh honey oh i don't <laughs> like, recall um yeah i think the effervescent <laughs> is don't say it it'll be a cool story you know those ships that you hear about that are at the bottom of the sea and <laughs> are mysterious
1: and mermaids live in them
0: yeah, well, that's ours now.
1: Oh, man, shit. <laughs> We're like another ship like that. I get so many memories on that ship. Yeah. So many good times. But it's gone. But at least, at least I found you. At least there's that. Yeah. Um, do you happen to remember which direction Bessian was chased in?
0: He kind of looks out. Uh, you know, you you are at this point kind of close to where it becomes a little more jungly. Mm -hmm. but you can see kind of above is that like mountain that rocky hill kind of a ways out um, but that you had noticed on top of the hill that you were standing on Mm -hmm. i kind of went you know obviously towards this direction that we came but it seemed like he was kind of trying to fly up there i i I don't know if he was able to get towards that area but that is where he seemed to be heading
1: all right and that's where we'll go let's go right now (laughs) okay Get up! Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You see, like there's just like a big bite mark in his shoulder, <laughs> uh, <sighs> looking a little worse for wear.
1: So he's able to heal himself at all, because I don't think I have anything that I could really use to help. Besides, like I could maybe put some leaves on it to try to patch it up. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, from from a mechanical standpoint, you could either have him use a spell to heal or the two of you could take a short rest where he could use a hit die to try to heal up. So if you'd like to take a little bit of a rest, um, he could use that and save his spells. Mm-hmm. But if you'd like to not waste any time, keep moving forward. Um,
1: we got to keep going. He's got to use his spells.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, he will put a hand on his wound and cast cure wounds uh, on it.
1: I got to keep my bard looking pristine. He's got to be impressive. Bards are all about the aesthetic.
0: True, true.
1: This one cool. has flowy yeah, hair. Yeah, he looks on. fully healed. <laughs> okay, perfect. You're ready to go. I'm almost at full health and fine. Yeah, I want to walk towards wherever he pointed to.
0: Yeah. So uh you you start heading towards kind of that rocky cliffy hill it's not super super high but Mm -hmm. you know high for this island uh yeah you you head into the woods uh the jungle and start moving along how are are you trying to move through the jungle
1: i'm probably kind of walking at kind of a brisk like a brisk panicked looking pace you know occasionally tripping here or there on things but for the most part just like going pretty fast looking around trying to notice anything Mm -hmm. at all yeah Finn is not a huge fan of snakes or most things that are outdoorsy, so this is completely out of her element. She probably looks really, really silly while doing all of this. Yeah. Eyes are just huge, like, oh my god, what if there's animals here? Which of course mm-hmm. there are. I mean, come on. Is panicked, breathing heavily, just like, oh my god, where is anything? Was it possible to see if my cat I mean he's not like he can communicate or anything, but could he could he do a little cursory? Flyover? Yeah, a little flyover. Just to see if there's anything yeah,
0: else. Uh Roll a d20 and add three. D20.
1: Or actually, add five. Oh shit! Uh, I rolled a one. So. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that's a six. Um. <laughs> you 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 point at Scrumpy to go do a flyover. He gives you a little mew and flies up. Is out for a little while, a couple minutes as you're moving ahead, and eventually comes back to you, and hmm. it just like. Meow 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. I I understood all of that and I respect it. Thank you.
0: As you're moving along, just in general for like how you're kind of moving through the area and and looking for any sort of signs for stuff, make a survival check just to be like, oh, can I get through these quick enough? And and will I notice any like tracks or anything left behind?
1: Yeah. Traps, looking for broken branches, looking for anything Mm -hmm. that's like that could show that there's a sign of life um normal roll Ooh, i rolled a three <laughs> man
0: uh with full confidence you know i imagine like anytime like a uh <laughs> well well you should be slinking through things probably as not to leave a big trail behind you mm-hmm. you're kind of using your trident i imagine to like move vines out of your way and- <laughs> cut through stuff maybe not showing the jungle the respect it deserves oh, uh, or, or not doing exactly a great job of um you know <laughs> hiding your own tracks or finding anyone else's um
1: yeah that makes sense
0: you take a few steps forward and you look to Colas, and and you're ready to tell him no one else has been through this jungle it's completely clear I think we're maybe the first people to go through it that's that's you, you look at them you know ready to impart that information mm-hmm. and as soon as you do uh, you hear the click of a crossbow pointing <gasps> up and as you look up you see three humans uh, all kind of in torn up gear it looks similar to your pirate gear except actually used uh it's like it's seen some <laughs> some use and th- three humans all you know scarred tanned and angry looking mm. uh and and you hear the one who holds up is that the young girl and the one next to him is like no it's two others hmm
1: are you talking about us
0: yeah come out or we'll kill you
1: <sighs> These guys are pirate pirates colas like pirate pirates, like they're gonna kill us for real.
0: Yeah, that's what I was telling you before.
1: Well, you know what? I was a little bit stressed out before, and I'm still a little bit stressed out right now. But what do you think we should Drop do? Drop your weapons. Uh, okay, okay. Um, we're not looking to fight anyone. Um, it's kind of actually been kind of a long day already. So, does Colas have any weapons?
0: Colas has a dagger. Yeah.
1: Okay, Um, Colas, just drop your dagger. I'm going to drop my uh, my trident, and we're just going to see if we can have a nice, calm conversation with these folks. All right, drop weapons and walk forward just a little.
0: Yeah, the one with the crossbow keeps it up, points it at him, looks to a guy next to him who you see is missing an ear, and he's like, Rutley, go pick that up. Uh, The man named Rutley Rutley. moves to pick up the weapons um, towards you. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm just going to let him do that.
0: (laughs) You hear like a yell coming from somewhere as quickly a small form moves from behind these three men, a little bit taller than Colas, but about uh, around the same height with light brown hair that's kind of cut in a bob. Uh, You see a form... Come behind one of the the man holding the crossbow and just slash at his uh, calves, um, kind of sneaking up. Y- you recognize this to be Maribel, your, your little thief in the group.
1: Our little thief—that's her.
0: And yeah, <laughs> she swings uh, and and hits the guy with the crossbow in the leg for a decent amount of damage. Ooh,
1: okay. Is he still holding his crossbow though or did he freak out and drop it?
0: Uh, Like he is very surprised. He's still holding it, but it's now like pointed at the ground as he kind of looks down and sees this teenage girl holding a knife uh, yelling, Finn, attack! Uh, Roll initiative.
1: Maribel, it's good to see you, but come on. (laughs) I'm the captain here.
0: Uh, you get the sense Maribel has been hiding out, <laughs> waiting for any opportunity uh, to, to get a jump on these guys.
1: Always so aggressive. What am I telling you? What do I tell you about your temper, Maribel?
0: <laughs> Says the barbarian. Yeah,
1: They're <laughs> <laughs> getting more and more mad. What did I fucking yeah. say? Okay, okay. Roll initiative, I rolled a five.
0: Wow, these are rough for you.
1: I'm having a rough day. I told you it's been a long day. <laughs>
0: Maribel got a one, so she's a little worse than you, I suppose. <laughs> her her one will explain it as uh, she did the attack, and then you kind of yelled at her for being reckless. and she, uh, I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry. I, I thought this was the plan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about disappointing uh, her, her her mother figure.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> she has a bad mother figure. God dang. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So not, not a great start, not a great start. But
0: So Colas is up first. He's kind of like, he's going to first reach over and pick up his dagger
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and hold it up. And he's going to look to you.
1: I'm just going to kind of nod at him like, okay, you know what? We're going in. Maribel has decided.
0: <laughs> Maribel's been sneaking.
1: <sighs> up to no good as usual, that kid. Well, we'll stand by her, I guess.
0: <laughs> He'll look at Rutley, the one who had come up in his right kind of near you Mm -hmm. will just like start like slinging insults at him making fun of uh you know his clothing uh how how ugly it is how his tailor must be embarrassed to know him even though this guy certainly never has had a tailor he's gonna cast vicious mockery (laughs) get his ass he fails his save so he takes uh 1d4 psychic damage.
1: (laughs) Psychic damage? My goodness. So he
0: takes three psychic damage. Okay. And he will have disadvantage on his next attack. Next up is the guy that was holding the crossbow is going to pull out a scimitar and swing it down at Maribel.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Maribel, please.
0: That's pretty bad. (gasps) So nine. So Maribel just kind of rolls out of the way and is able to dodge it. Uh, Next is... Rutley, who had come over and just took the psychic damage, he is going to take a swing at you, but he has disadvantage.
1: Okay, okay.
0: The better roll was a 17, which would have hit, but then he also rolled a nat 1, Ooh. <laughs> uh, which is quite not good. Uh, he swings his scimitar at you, and you're able to kind of like put the trident up to block it. Mm. Or actually, no, you don't have your trident yet. You haven't yeah, picked it ground. up, have you? Yeah, it's on the ground. Nope. Uh, okay. Instead, he swings it, and you just kind of put a hand up to grab it, and uh, you are able to kind of wrestle it from his grip. Make a dexterity saving throw. If you get above a 15, you can hold onto it. Otherwise, it just kind of like flies out of both your hands. 16. 16. Yeah, you're able to just kind of grab it from him, and now you are holding the scimitar.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Last up is the third guy that we haven't talked about at all, but he is there. He... Is just gonna try to like, he's gonna, gonna kind of look at you, see, uh, you know, the little rogue who just sliced his friend, and just try to kind of like grab her to like, uh, and like hold the sword up to her. So he's gonna try to grapple her. Okay. Uh, just barely by the skin of her teeth. So he goes to kind of grapple her, <laughs> and she's able to do another roll around, uh, looking quite panicked, but still in it. Uh, you are up.
1: All right, that a girl. So I want to go and I want to go after the guy with the crossbow. Okay. So I currently have, I want to grab my trident off the ground. Okay. Hopefully it won't take too long. I don't know how far away I am from it. Probably just right by my feet.
0: Yeah, the trident would have been by your feet.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: So yeah, I'll, I'll say you can pick that up. Um, we'll say that's like your bonus action Kay. to go and pick it up.
1: Trident is picked up. I want to sprint as fast as I possibly can towards the guy with the crossbow. I want to swing at him. I'm I'm mad now. You.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so normally you would have to uh, take an attack of opportunity, like mm-hmm. uh, if you run out of a space um, because Rutley like had attacked you, who's within five feet. If you move out of five feet, he gets a free attack on you. Okay. But. Rutley doesn't have a weapon because <laughs> you stole it from him. <laughs> Nerd. So, you know, he kind of like goes to grab you, but uh, is, is unable to do anything quick enough as, as he's been disarmed and embarrassed. Um, but yeah, you you can attack uh, the guy holding the crossbow.
1: Perfect, perfect. So I want to do a two-handed trident swing. Let's see that normal roll, 17.
0: Uh, 17 will hit.
1: Perfect. And then does is 1d8 plus three piercing damage, okay. So I'm gonna hit that, so that's seven. I know I'm not rolling great.
0: <laughs> well, that's all right. Uh, and and with the damage that Maribel had done, because she had a sneak attack, which mm. did some extra. You kind of run up. He like looks at you as, as you're running towards him, like, ha, what is this girl got? And then poof, you just impale him, and he's like, oh, and he <laughs> falls down uh, to the ground. Doesn't seem dead, but if you know goes untreated, will be.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: But he, he seems to be knocked out.
1: Alright, one down. I wanna high five Maribel, but I know it's probably not the time. But I look at her like I wanna high five her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got it. <laughs> she she kinda like looks at you like whoa. Um as you like stand over, like breathing heavy, looking down. Like she has she is you know, you've gotten into some scrapes before and scared off monsters and things like that, but she probably has not seen you just like sprint up and impale. Uh, a person before.
1: Yeah, that's new behavior.
0: <laughs> when stranded on an island.
1: <laughs> Again, I'm going to keep saying it's been a weird day.
0: <laughs> yeah. She is up. She will um, attack the guy who just tried to grab her, who's kind of right next to you right now as well. Mm. But unfortunately, she swings, and he's able to like block it with his scimitar. Colas, <gasps> our weak boy Colas. <laughs> will just do vicious mockery again. Yeah, that's what he's got. He's uh, just gonna keep <laughs> insulting the guy in front of him, uh, especially to give him disadvantage. Oh, I guess he doesn't... Ha- oh, yeah. So he he's gonna look to Rutley and be like, a pirate without a sword? Even I have a sword, and I'm not a real... And he kind of looks <gasps> at you. I, I, even Her I got a sword. Her <laughs> eye twitches just a little bit. Rutley will need to make a... <laughs> Uh Rutley fails and uh another D4 of psychic damage. A two. Cool. Erland is down. Rutley is kind of standing by Colas with no weapon. So yeah, he's just going to try to grab Colas and like, you know, slam him or something because the Colas is certainly smaller than him. No. But at disadvantage again, another natural one. Um <laughs> from Rutley uh because he had disadvantage from the vicious mockery Rutley kind of runs at Colas to grab him but Colas just dodges around and we're gonna say Rutley, like who is bending kind of low to grab the halfling you know to to be down at his center of gravity mm. has his head low isn't really paying attention and just runs into a palm tree <laughs> and will take uh four points of bludgeoning damage <laughs> and he kind of falls down to the ground like ow ow <laughs> Uh, the one who grabbed, or tried to grab, will look at you. It's a rough situation for these guys.
1: Come at me, you bastard!
0: Uh, <laughs> roll, roll a just roll a d twenty.
1: D twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, eleven.
0: Okay, that'll be enough. Uh, he'll look between the two of you, and with an eleven, he he'll be like, ah, and he'll swing a sword at you. Um, that is a 15.
1: Okay, that hits.
0: Okay. Uh, for six points of slashing damage.
1: Oof. Where did it hit? Did I get a cool face scar yet?
0: Um, <laughs> I imagine this is, like, kind of across your arm. Okay. If you'd like to try to, be, like, move your face into no, it.
1: No, <laughs> I'd rather not.
0: <laughs> Seems inadvisable, but, you know.
1: I have always wanted a cool scar, though, or maybe an eye patch, so. But today's not the day.
0: <laughs> you are up.
1: Well, now, if you hit my arm, you've got another hole in my clothing. It was already not looking great, but maybe Taylor could have fixed this one. So now I'm even more pissed off. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Got that trident again. So I keep pulling that out. It's all I got right now. Besides, I guess I have the other guy's um, sword too, but yeah. I don't really know how to use it. <laughs> this trident looks way You're more
0: comfortable with the trident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's all I know besides my club. <laughs> you know, just barbarian things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just want to keep slicing. people to try it. And it's all I got. All right. Does a twenty-four hit? <laughs> uh,
0: and and then some. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. So I'm gonna roll my D8 and let's see. So I rolled a two plus three is five. That is five damage. Okay. I'm screaming while I do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you all Yeah. yeah uh, why don't you make an intimidation roll?
1: <laughs> Twenty-two. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, with that, with you screaming, he kind of looks over, he sees, uh, you know, the crossbow guy kind of bleeding out. He (laughs) looks past and sees Rutley like just hitting a tree. (laughs) And uh, you you definitely see panic in his eyes. He seems (laughs) like he doesn't know exactly what to do here.
1: Perfect. And he gets stabbed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And as, as he kind of like looks around trying to survey the situation, he just drops his sword and puts his hands up. Huh. Uh, 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 very, very, very good fight from you. Um, uh, k- Please, please don't kill us.
1: Stop talking. Who are you guys? <coughs> uh, cool pirate voice. <coughs>
0: <laughs> roll, roll a performance check.
1: Her voice as, just as, like as changes. Try to, yeah. Trying very, very hard to be like to go from, oh my gosh, I'm so scared to. who are you fuckers performance check 13
0: Uh, it's an okay pirate voice (laughs) you've practiced better you know in your chambers I imagine like before bed every night you look in the mirror and be practicing your best pirate voice it's not fully there but it's decent it's decent
1: okay perfect I just wanted to feel a little bit nervous
0: sailors aboard uh, the broken horn under Captain Voltari the greatest pirate captain on this side the in Sea.
1: If he's the greatest, then why haven't we heard of him? Hmm?
0: Well, maybe you should look into your history books. She's quite famous. <sighs> I mean, she will be, I guess. I don't read. I don't know anything about history books. But she should be famous.
1: Well, you know what? I don't read either. I don't have time. I'm too busy being the best pirate on this entire ocean.
0: He kind of, like, looks you up and down. <laughs> uh, and, and like, there seemed to be a moment of recognition uh, oh, are you, um, <laughs> Captain Nysenia? <sighs> this
1: always happens every time. It's Finia! Salty! <laughs> Correct yourself. Salty. It's Captain Salty.
0: Oh. Uh, I've never heard of anyone named Finia or Captain Salty.
1: <sighs> well, you're as dumb as I'm you look. I'm for someone else. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna point my trident at him. Give me... Uh, do you guys have any cool treasure or anything? <laughs>
0: Uh <laughs> no of course I don't have any treasure
1: how long have you guys been here for
0: kind of like looks at you well this is our island we come here doing jobs and to store stuff what are you how long have you been here why are you trying to invade our island
1: wouldn't you like to know where's the bird don't play dumb
0: roll an intimidation check don't you play know, dumb with say, me where's the bird in like <laughs> um, 19 19 He's in the cove. The cove? (sighs) Captain Voltari wants to sell him to some traders who are interested in having Aarakocra.
1: You're going to sell my best friend?
0: Or pirates.
1: I felt bad for stabbing you guys before, but my goodness. (sighs) Take me to this cove.
0: You want us to lead you to the cove? Mm-hmm. Kind of looks around, looks at uh, Rutley. Oh, okay.
1: Rutley, Um, who's like on the ground.
0: There, yeah, right. you can see like a bump growing on his head as he kind of gets up. Colas is. Uh, should we tie them up or something, Captain?
1: The guy over there, the bumbling idiot. I think he should be tied to a tree. As for your injured friend over there, I think we might have to heal him. I don't want anyone to die under my watch, but I am a pirate. I don't want anyone to die.
0: <laughs> okay, so you want Rutley tied to the tree that he's kind of sitting by? Yeah, and the one you're talking to. Like maybe bound hands or yeah, just we'll, we'll free to, okay.
1: We'll, we'll be smart. We'll bind his hands. And then the other really injured guy, I think maybe we'll have our little bard friend do a little bard magic so he doesn't totally die.
0: All right. So uh, I'll say there are three checks to be made here and okay. each of your people, you and each of your people can make one of them. So there's doing a medicine check to heal uh, the guy on the ground. which you can have someone do. There's tying Rutley to the tree, and then there's binding um, the third man's hand.
1: Okay, let's see. I'll bind. I'll have Finn bind the guy's hands. Will that just be a dexterity thing?
0: I'll say sleight of hand. It seems like tying stuff. Sure. You know. All right. Getting a good knot.
1: I'll give it a shot. 13.
0: Yeah, you're able to bind them. Uh, Seems tight enough. (laughs)
1: It's fine, probably. Yeah, this will not backfire at all.
0: Nothing for concern. Yeah.
1: Nope, this is fine. <laughs> Colas can do medicine.
0: Okay, I'll make the roll. He actually is proficient in medicine, so perfect. Yay! Uh, a twenty total, twenty total. So yeah, he kind of goes over. He doesn't like use a healing spell on the guy, but he does. Uh, you know, dress the wound, make sure to put some like uh, herbs on it. That'll. I mean, I know you don't know much about medicine.
1: Mm. Yep, nothing.
0: But, <laughs> but we'll put the herbs on it uh, to make sure there's no <laughs> infection and the bleeding stops. Uh, and yeah, he, he se- the guy seems still knocked out cold. Right. But seems stable. Okay. And like he won't bleed out. And then you want uh, Maribel to tie the guy to the tree?
1: Yeah, yeah. I going to be kind of funny, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the assumption here would be that once our other friend, like once the guy on the ground actually wakes up, he can go free his friend and we will hopefully be long gone Mm -hmm. by then. So we'll we'll let them them do that.
0: I need you to make a perception check.
1: Okay. Uh-oh. Perception, normal roll, nine.
0: Yeah. You look around, everything seems fine. Uh, Um, The man seems stable. You get the good tie and, and Maribel seems to have secured... Uh, Rutley to the tree.
1: Okay. Well, nothing else seems suspicious here. Let's go to the cove. All right. <clears throat> I mean, let's let's go to the cove. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> you, Colas, um, and Maribel all start following behind the uh, pirated man.
1: <laughs> all right. No funny business here. We're trusting you, for some reason.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, Leedy dear friend. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be able to. Speak with the captain and and bring an understanding to all this.
1: Yeah, captain to captain.
0: Yeah, you, you continue along as as you walk. Maribel kind of comes over. Captain, I'm 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 sorry for getting us in the fight. I just thought it was a good opportunity. I was hiding out and I I don't know. It was a distraction that I thought we needed, but I didn't know that that's not what you wanted to do.
1: I'm um, gonna give her a little pat on the head. It's all right, kid. I mean, things worked out, I think. I think they're working out pretty well so far. Kind of glancing around, like, hmm, I don't really know about this, but I want to at least try to put her at ease. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Sometimes a little stabbing's necessary, but just a little bit, okay? Just a little bit of stabbing. Please keep this in mind for
0: next time. Roll a persuasion check.
1: <laughs> 20.
0: Nice. Yeah. I mean, in general, You know, where you grew up in the, not necessarily in the high courts, right, of elven society, because you were a little shunned as a half elf, Mm -hmm. uh, but you still, you know, grew up in nice housing, nice places to live, relative safety. You never went to bed hungry, right? Mm -hmm. You have lived a, a much softer life than Maribel has, and you've kind of, since she's joined the crew, despite it. You know her becoming a pirate <laughs> uh you've probably i imagine you've done a lot to try to soften her some mm-hmm. um and soften some of the you know more yeah the tendencies she probably had to have to you know survive living uh on, on the dangerous streets and and this seems to be definitely a moment of her like nodding, you're right, you're right
1: <laughs> it's good to be soft sometimes, I think. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it definitely seems uh, you know, one step closer towards uh not becoming, you know, someone who has no issue with hurting others, which which I imagine is one of maybe maybe not a goal Finia thinks about deeply, mm-hmm. but exists with within like I wanna be scary but in the fun way. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, like a very like bombastic kind of like who? Yeah. Who's that spicy person over there kind of way? Yeah, I just want to wrap my arm around Maribel and be like, we're going to make you less feral someday. And keep walking along merrily.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And and this moment definitely seems to be something that as Maribel looks at you, you can tell she is taken seriously and you hope it'll be a thing she looks back on to help guide her in the future.
1: Aw. Love that kid. <laughs>
0: uh, as you're going ahead, the guy leading you whose name is Beam. Uh, he goes by Beam.
1: Beam? <laughs>
0: he, he tells you this a bunch of times. Uh, my name's Beam, <laughs> just so you know. It seems like he's almost trying to humanize himself to you, uh, <laughs> which actually might be the perfect strategy yeah. to, to this specific crew. He is talking, uh, roll, roll an intelligence check. Oh boy. Your best. <laughs>
1: Eight.
0: Eight. Okay. Yeah, he's just talking the whole time, you know, about himself, about like how the day's gone. It, it seems like he isn't. He just keeps talking. He doesn't really stop moving his mouth. And he's like, oh, just a little bit further this way. And it'll just keep going. You know, it'll be fine. We'll get in. Well, I just got to walk past this tree. it's just constant talking.
1: Hmm. Hey, do you have you guys think being up there is kind of acting weird?
0: Colas was like, I mean, he, he's talking a lot. I, I get it, you know. And you think back to many days where you can get Colas to shut up. <laughs> he very much <laughs> likes the sound of his own, own voice.
1: Do you think he's a bard, too?
0: He, he may be. His voice doesn't sound as sweet as mine. But, you know, there's different types of bards. Uh, and Maribel will cut in. I think he's trying to make noise so his crew hears him.
1: I think Maribel might actually have a point this time. Um... Okay, what do, what do you think we should do then? Do you think he'll shut up if we ask him to, or do you think he'll just start screaming?
0: Well, maybe if you scare him enough. You were pretty scary back there. Maybe you could I, threaten him?
1: I don't know if I can do that again, but I can try. I'm I'm less covered in blood than I was, so...
0: Uh, Maribel, whose knife still has a little blood from the person she cut, is like, I can wipe some of this on your clothes if you want. Yeah,
1: yeah, let's let's go with that.
0: <laughs> she, uh... <laughs> You want some on your cheek or? you yeah.
1: Um, maybe just, maybe just a little bit more on my shirt. Just the
0: close, just the close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, wipes uh, the, you know, the dull side of her knife to get a little more <laughs> blood on your shirt to make you a little, uh, slightly more imposing.
1: Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Do I look tall enough?
0: Yeah, you just straighten your back. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah.
1: Okay. <clears throat> walk up to him. Just walk a little bit faster and walk up next to him. <clears throat> um, excuse me, could you shut up?
0: roll intimidation
1: 21
0: okay Uh, as you say this in a not very intimidating way uh, we'll say like you kind of walk up in front of him and put your like trident down in the ground like "Uh, please can you shut up Uh, and it's right in front of his foot and he just trips over it and slams down on the ground and gets like a mouth uh, full of dirt and he like turns up to you and sees you towering over him (laughs) At this point looking a little menacingly as you look down all uh, you know, six feet, <laughs> six foot two inches or whatever, <laughs> however tall you are. Uh mostly pushed up by your boots, but you know, he can't tell. No. And he as you say this, he just like yeah, I can shut up. And he spits out a bunch of dirt from his mouth uh, <laughs> and gets up and, and continues walking but is quiet now.
1: Okay. All right. Walk it to my friends. Crisis averted, I think. Do you think we're good, guys? Do you think he's going to take us where we need to go?
0: Cole's kind of looks, uh, I'll have him. Yeah, I mean, I've certainly told and read enough stories about pirates to know that, uh, he, you know, if he's taking us somewhere, there's high likelihood that it's a trap.
1: I think I'm going to send the cat out to go look around again to see if she can see anything else. <laughs> or he. <laughs>
0: hey, All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Roll a perce- uh, roll, a, roll a d20 and add three. Okay.
1: All right, got 17, plus three is 20. 20. Yeah, just asking the cat to look for dangers ahead to see if there's anything. All right, hiss if there's something scary.
0: Yeah, so so Scrumpy flies out, is gone for a little while. Um, as Scrumpy flies out, you see Beam kind of looks very curiously at this flying cat. Um, what
1: are you looking at? It's just a cat. It's just a cat.
0: Mm, Bean. Just a cat.
1: If that's even your and real yeah. he's calling him bean
0: (laughs) beam is a very normal name you know yeah whatever you don't know this for pirates whatever bean i'm not small small bean (laughs) i'm not it's beam there's an m i'm not small um but yeah uh your cat flies off and and flies back and uh (laughs) can't can't really depart a lot of information to you. Mm -hmm. You said hiss if there's anything scary. Yeah. Gives a hiss for sure.
1: All right, Bean. My cat told me that there's something ahead that is not good. Where are you taking
0: us? You said to take you to the cove.
1: Are we going towards the cove? Yes. Or are you going towards a trap? Is the cove a trap, Bean? No. Mm -hmm.
0: You can roll an insight check on him if you'd like.
1: I would like to. One. One? Yeah, and that one.
0: Hard to read.
1: <sighs> it doesn't
0: seem like he, he seems to think that it'd be a trap.
1: Great. Well, I think I just want to motion to my crew to kind of draw our weapons just in case as we get closer. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll just keep yeah. following just because, you know, can't really read this guy, but what other options do we have, honestly?
0: Yeah. You, you continue along and eventually, you know, you break out a bit of this jungly area. Uh, it, it's back to things being a little bit sparse and you seem to be kind of on the far end of the, island, the, the opposite end of where you started. Uh, you can see beach ahead, uh, and kind of in the water a bit, you see what looks to be a ship a little bit bigger than what yours was, but not super massive. Uh, you see at the top of it is a black flag, Floating in the wind, kind of bobbing up and down with a a, a skull and crossbone on Mm,
1: it. A little cliche. (laughs) uh,
0: You see, on the skull is also one horn poking up, and then a second horn that is like broken halfway through.
1: Mm, Interesting.
0: Uh, Make a perception check.
1: Uh oh. Six.
0: (laughs) Six. Yeah. That's what you see. (laughs) That's it. That's what you see.
1: Say, Bean, how big is your crew?
0: Oh, there's about 30 of us. 30? You can roll an insight check. Mm-hmm. 10. There might be 30, yeah.
1: Might be. On a ship that size?
0: Yeah, why don't you, um, ha ha. Roll. <laughs> we'll say a history check.
1: Hmm. Uh oh. Three!
0: Three. Uh, as someone who has chronically undercrewed her own ship, you really have no idea like how many people uh, should belong to any size ship.
1: <clears throat> well, our ship was bigger, actually, and we were 40 strong. So
0: <laughs> roll a deception check. Eight. <laughs> Eight. OK, so he has to roll against it. Uh, he kind of gives you a look. Ah, where's the rest of your crew now?
1: That's what we're trying to find out. (laughs) 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 And you're going to help us, Bean.
0: My name's (sighs) Bean.
1: Take us to the bird.
0: (laughs) He'll continue along and you see you're walking along the beach and, and you've kind of been to the edge of this, you know, cliffy, rocky hill sort of thing. Um, the whole time, it seems like there hasn't been a great spot to climb up. Like you could try to climb up the rocks themselves, but there's no path. So it, it seems like he's been leading you some to some other entrance perhaps. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he comes around to like the beach side of things. And, uh, as you move forward, you can see like some vines and things hanging down kind of blocking off. Not when you're super close. It's easy enough to see when you're this close. Mm -hmm. But, you know, from a distance, it'd be harder to see. You can see it's kind of covering what looks to be a cave mouth.
1: We have to go in there?
0: He said bring you to the cove, so yes.
1: Do you think you guys could bring the bird out of the cove? I'm I'm not claustrophobic or anything like that, but if I was, I would say we shouldn't go in there. Since, you know, you guys have your whole crew and everything, and it could be dark in there. And, um... Bring the bird out.
0: Yes, uh, I can go in and get your bird.
1: Mm Hmm. No funny business, Bean. I'm on to you.
0: He'll kind of look at you and... I'll be back soon. Mm Hmm. And, uh, he walks into the cove. Out of your vision.
1: I don't think we trust this guy very much. But can I take this time to maybe... Try to heal a little bit or we waiting.
0: Yeah, this could be like a mini little rest here, you know?
1: Yeah. It's only at 24 hit points out of 33, so I guess you can try to...
0: Yeah, you can roll a d12, so this will be a little short rest. You can roll uh, up to four of them if you'd like. D12. But just start with one at a time.
1: All right, so first one, four, then a two, and then a 12... And then a nine.
0: Okay, so I'd say if you want to be... So the four, two, and 12 would get you back to full. Yeah. And then you can save the fourth one because you don't really need it. Sure. So you use up three of your hit die.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you have one left if you take a short rest at another point. But yeah, you are back to full. Okay,
1: All right, just in case. Make sure the rest of the crew is patching themselves up too.
0: Yeah. Um, they're looking good.
1: All right. You guys, you got to be ready for anything. You don't know what this bean guys trying to pull and i don't even think that's his real name so 30 it's a lot of guys
0: as uh you stand there kind of waiting outside time passes for a little while it seems like maybe it is a little deep inside of this cove and mm-hmm. he has taken a little bit longer than what maybe you would have hoped but that also gave you the chance to heal up a fair bit yeah You know, which has its benefits. And after a little while, as you kind of stand there waiting, you see figures starting to move Mm. towards you out through the cove. How many? Roll a perception check. Twelve. It seems to be six figures.
1: Six. Okay. That's more than we have. Shit.
0: It is, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know that much. You're uh, <laughs> not smart.
0: As, as they move closer, uh, in the back you see what looks to be two half orcs um, standing to either side of a cage that they seem to be carrying. It's still a little dark back there, so you can't see the exact form in the cage, mm. but it does look fairly humanoid bird like
1: <laughs> it's very specific it's a very specific shape so
0: yeah i can only
1: mean one thing you know,
0: most humans don't have wings so or feathers
1: yeah. for the most part
0: yeah m- most so that that would make up three of the figures then you see leading the pack is a tiefling uh woman you see a thin tail kind of swinging out from behind her mm. and two horns upon her head one full length that goes straight up and the other cut about halfway through seemingly matching the uh pirate flag you had seen mm. standing next to her is beam <laughs> and then uh, on the other side of her looks to be a goliath man so just standing like about eight feet tall probably the first person here you've seen that's taller than you (laughs) oh man taller than you with your boots on (laughs) just standing next to the teethling woman
1: okay there's a there's a lot going on here uh what are we we supposed to do here kind of look around my crewmates a little bit nervously how are they taking all this
0: Maribel is very much in a like you know scared cat position (laughs) you know like dagger out hair like (laughs) kind of back arched in a way, like ready just for anything, ready to fight, ready to attack, Uh, seeing this many people kind of come out. Mm -hmm. Colas seems to just be kind of like looking at you uh, for any sort of direction or lead. The six figures continue out of the cove a little bit closer to you. You see the two half orcs set down the cage and uh, at this point you can see um, kind of leaning against it the multi-colored feathers of Bessian uh, as he just stands there looking a little cramped in there Aww. I mean you know bird humanoids are pretty big right like you know yeah. <laughs> he so Bessian is like taller than you mm-hmm. not with your boots gotcha. like Bessian's pretty tall <laughs> but you, you I imagine like when you first met Bessie, your boots were like one inch shorter than him, right. but then you got them like redone afterwards. Well, you can't have him be one taller. One he's, taller. He's he's like
1: the he's a co He's the first man.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, he seems a little cramped in there. Oh, um, and yeah, you 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 see the other figures come forward. Uh, the tiefling woman. Who you've heard referred to a few times by Beam before, or you assume this is her? Yeah. Uh, wearing, you know, between her, her horns, wearing a hat to rival yours—not with the gold trim, but with a massive feather uh, that, like, kind of goes up about a foot. Wow. Uh, steps forward.
1: Is it one of Bastian's feathers?
0: Uh, no, it is not. Good, I'll kill her. <laughs> uh, it does seem to be an ericocra feather though.
1: Hmm his cousins
0: so who do you think you are well
1: i don't want to even look at her at all i don't have time for this there's Bessian. i gotta sprint towards him
0: um so you're just sprinting towards
1: <laughs> yep just like an idiot just going okay
0: yeah you start moving forward and and you know standing in front of Bessian is the captain um beam who you see is very much not tied up anymore Yeah, I uh, <laughs> and and the goliath yeah The Goliath, as you start sprinting up, kind of, like, sidesteps (laughs) to try to be in front of you. Man. And, uh, Voltari kind of puts a hand up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There'll be plenty of time for you to run around. Who are you?
1: Better question is, who are you?
0: I'm Captain Voltari.
1: Is that supposed to mean something to me?
0: If you know anything about piracy, it should.
1: I'm an expert at piracy.
0: Yes, that's what Beam has been telling me, but... It's Silly, I, I haven't heard of you once. What ship did you sail on?
1: Well, we sail- we come from the effervescence, actually. You've probably heard of us.
0: <clears throat> Can't say I have.
1: Anyway, it's not important right now. What's important is, that's Specian. Get him out of there. Why? Why not?
0: Oh, well, because I'll make a lot of money from selling him.
1: You're doing this for money? That's so lame.
0: <laughs> We're pirates, dear.
1: And so are we, but you don't see us stealing other people's bird friends.
0: Well, I also don't see you having a ship, so... Doesn't sound like much of a pirate to me.
1: <sighs> I'm getting fucking mad. <laughs> I don't want to pick a fight right now. How can I convince you to let my friend out of here? I don't have a lot of money on me right now because of um, circumstances. But I also just can't leave him here, so... Oh,
0: well, what do you have to offer?
1: Hmm digging through my backpack just like shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) you see a beam kind of like lean over and whisper something and you see her eyes kind of go big and uh she takes a look at you and then a look at the cat on your shoulder hey and you see kind of her eyes like narrow in
1: What what are you doing
0: we could make a trade a trade I give you your friend Bessian and give me that little creature on your shoulder
1: It's just a cat. Why would you want a cat?
0: Because I do. Uh, Roll an insight check.
1: (laughs) Lady kind of sus. 12.
0: It definitely seems like she is taking some deep interest in uh, Scrumpy. Yeah, I mean, you've never seen a flying cat before. (laughs) As much as you like to ignore and just say it's just a cat, uh, there is a certain rareness to it. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't necessarily know the extent of it but
1: hmm. does seem special. Okay. Just a little gray cat. I mean, that's also my friend. You can't have a friend in exchange for my friend. That's, you're being ridiculous. Irrational, even. I thought pirates were supposed to be rational. Level-headed. Hmm?
0: I'm offering a simple trade. And
1: look back at my crew for some guidance here, because I don't really know how to act at this point.
0: Yeah, as as you look, uh, it, it's still pretty much the same, of Collis kind of like big eyes like, uh, I I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Maribel, like, ready to attack on a moment's notice.
1: Gotcha. Um, What is the cage made out of?
0: Largely seems to be wood.
1: Hmm. Okay. I have a tinder box and a torch. I could pull this off, but it could also go very, very, very poorly.
0: <laughs> like burning Bessie in a lot.
1: Yeah. I'd rather not do that, but I want to figure out a way to, Maybe break some of those bars down. But i want to walk back to my crew real quick and kind of discuss with them. <clears throat> Hold on for just a moment, please. We want to discuss the trade with my friends over here, if that's okay.
0: Take your time. Take your time. She kind of gives a half smile.
1: I'm going to walk back to my friends real quick.
0: Uh, the, the, the sickening kind of smile.
1: <clears throat> Don't like your face. Anyway. <laughs>
0: so you, you walk back, you get a little huddle?
1: Yeah little huddle going on. All right, guys, so there's no way we're trading anyone for anyone else. Of course, you already, you already figured that one out. But you see, that cage over there, it's wooden, right? That's, it's pretty easy to break, I think. So if we can just cause a bit of a ruckus, a bit of a distraction for a few seconds, maybe give me a small opening to open up that cage. We can get away with two of our flying friends. What are your thoughts?
0: Kolas kind of looks... Kind of looks around and nods. Well, we don't really have any way off this island Mm. unless someone comes. It kind of like gives a little look back to the ship that is there that seems to belong to this crew. That's kind of the only way off, and we can either go as prisoners of theirs, which... It doesn't sound great. I've never loved the idea of being the, a prisoner. Me neither. Or we can somehow get there and leave them behind.
1: Hmm. I suppose you're right. I don't think I don't know how to how to captain a ship of that size. We talked a lot of crap earlier, but I don't really know what to do here. <laughs>
0: Colos will kind of, like, look at you and, like, look over at Bessian. Uh, if we have Bessian, we'll be fine, I'm 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 sure. You and Bessian can figure it out between the two of you. You know, it, it, the the reality of it is, is you know, the captain you've done has mostly been giving some orders and doing some work, and then Bessian being like, well, okay, these are the things we actually need to accomplish, you know, <laughs> in a kind way. Uh, you get the sense Bessian knows a little bit more about sailing a ship and might be able to help. Granted, certainly... Uh, you would be under crewed, right, uh, uh, on a ship that's bigger than your old one. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, when, when the uh, options are that or, you know, a, a raft made out of trees. and You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, that wouldn't uh, work. The, the, the,
1: <sighs>
0: it is probably your best option of trying to get out.
1: This ship, this is it. Hmm. So how do we even go about... Freeing Bessie in. Getting on the ship without them noticing. I mean, do we just... Do we try to befriend them first? Do you think they want to be friends with us? I already insulted the captain a couple times by accident, but...
0: Maribel kind of gives you a look. What is it, Maribel? It's tough with these sorts of things and dealing with, you know, not-so-great people. They kind of want what they want, and that seems to be money, so if you have something to offer them then you know you might be able to trick them or befriend them for a bit but you need something good and you don't want to lose i mean obviously we don't all want to be in cages yeah because that would make it hard i don't know that uh, they'll ever want to actually be friends with us in the long term i guess if she kind of like looks down uh at, you know, her hands, which have a few, like, scars from getting, you know, Mm. uh, probably in in fights with others. Some people just, you know, don't want to be your friend. (sighs) At least not for the long term. Maybe you can trick for a little while, though.
1: Oh, Maribel. Always a pessimist. (laughs) Okay. So maybe we could pretend to be friends for a little bit. We could trade them, Scrumpy, who... As you guys know, it's very hard to contain, you know, it's really hard to capture a cat in the first place. She's kinda kinda fast, kinda kinda up to no good. So I doubt they'll contain Scrumpy for very long. Plus I don't know, what are they gonna do? Hurt Scrumpy? I doubt it. She's apparently valuable, though she's just a cat. So I say we pretend to get them Scrumpy, we free Bastion. We have the wrong good terms. We free Scrumpy. We take their ship and we leave? Also, no one dies?
0: (laughs) Uh, Maribel gives a look at the no one dies part and is like... uh, Maribel? We can try our best.
1: Sounds perfect. All right. Look over at Scrumpy. Scrumpy, this isn't permanent. You're going to have to go and pretend that you are captured. No.
0: Gives a very concerned look. Uh, Roll... Roll... We'll say animal handling. I'll give you advantage because of how close you and Scrumpy have become.
1: Scrumpy cannot be contained. It's fine. Everything's fine. All right. Um, right. Let's see. So 17.
0: Scrumpy in general seems to have a lot of faith and trust in you. Mm-hmm. And while this does seem like a nerve-wracking choice, <laughs> Scrumpy gives a little nod.
1: See, Scrumpy, we trust you. You're better at escaping than Bessie is. You're a slippery little guy. Well, and you know this, and I love you, so you ready to go act like you're yeah. useless, and like you can be contained?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Scrumpy kind of, is like, gives a little nod, and like, rolls on his back, and, you know, plays, uh, slightly dead.
1: Slow guy, absolutely pathetic. Let's do it! And break! Right. <laughs>
0: okay. So you, uh, go over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so Captain Valtari kind of gives a look. So... Are you ready to make the trade?
1: (sighs) We've talked about this quite a bit, and we've decided that our crewmate is more important than some silly, silly little animal. So you take our cat, and we'll take our bird, and then we do have, um, well, we would like to have a drink with you guys.
0: Um... (laughs) (laughs) Roll a <laughs> persuasion check. Eighteen. She smiles and nods. <laughs> Alright, well give us the cat, then we'll free the bird.
1: Alright, I'll hand over Scrumpy. But wait. Scrumpy in hands. Free the bird first.
0: Uh she kinda looks at you and I'll say, you know, with with that eighteen, she'll kinda look you over and think it over. Mm-hmm. And nod to one of the half-orcs who will open the container. She does have also hands on Scrumpy as it gets open. But you do too, you know? Yeah. But yeah, uh, one of the half-orcs opens up the door to it.
1: Is Bessie, in, is he conscious?
0: Uh, he seems up. He seems a little out of it, but, you know, he kind of steps forward um, and you can kind of feel a gentle tug from Voltari uh, on Scrumpy as the door is opened.
1: Okay, so for now, I'm going to hand Scrumpy over very gently and sprint over and pull Bessian out of there so he can't capture him again. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you run and grab Bessian. Uh, she whistles and um, you see uh, one of the... Half orcs run back in and then run out with a much smaller cage, with with wood closer together, mm. harder to see inside of than Bessie's cage, and puts in Scrumpy and locks it. Mm. Uh, you kind of run over to Bessie grab him. Uh, you know he puts a wing around you as you you move him out and kind of carry him away. <sighs> it came from me, Captain. <laughs>
1: Of course. What else is gonna do? We're stuck here on this island, nothing better to do, so he may as well capture our crew. <sighs> and all it took was scrumpy. I was hoping you'd have a plan as to what to do now.
0: I mean, they're not gonna let us go. They know we have no other way out of here.
1: Are you sure about that?
0: This is how most pirates are. I know you you have um <laughs> done a lot to do things differently. Mm-hmm do things better mm-hmm. hopefully more do it like you and us but some are stuck to the old ways
1: <sighs> so we might have to play their game in want to get our friend back but let's see do i still have the extra sword i stole from the other pirate earlier yep perfect i'm gonna pass this to him kind of secretly hopefully they won't mm-hmm. see i'm giving the bird a weapon
0: yeah yeah you kind of uh, roll a sled a hand track
1: perfect oh shit it's only a six Okay.
0: Uh it does fumble a bit and like bump against your trident, <laughs> so there is a pretty audible like ding 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 ding. Um <laughs> but you are able to kinda hand it to him and he kinda just tries to like uh store it as best he can, like in hiding it in his feathers a little bit. So he's got
1: a lot he's got a lot of feathers. Like he could probably Yeah, hide he's got that.
0: some plumage. Yeah. It's
1: probably okay. Mm-hmm. Like just in case things get messy. So our original plan was to kind of be friendly with them for a little bit, see if we can get them drunk, maybe snag Scrumby back while they're drunk and take the ship and go. But I don't know if that's gonna work very well. I don't know anything, Vessian. I'm nothing without you.
0: Well, we're all back together now.
1: <sighs> There's that. Okay, so just uh, just go along with me, okay? <clears throat> so, how about that drink? I, mean, I had like a bottle of meat in my backpack. <laughs>
0: I would say, I mean, uh, oh, would Finia have a bottle of mead in, in uh, her pack?
1: Absolutely, she would. I know it's okay. <laughs> Explorer's pack. I like thought something that she would carry around just in case.
0: Yeah. That you've probably had in there since you left. And you're like, this seems like something a pirate would carry around. Yeah,
1: it's, ex- it's a very expensive <laughs> bottle of mead, of course. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, Tari kind of gives you a look uh, and a smile. Hmm. Captain to captain. I must say, what is your plan, darling?
1: (sighs) My plan? Well, if I'm being honest, I'm not sure. I just want to have a nice drink with you guys and maybe get to know you a little bit. You know, we're all here together. We're all just kind of hanging out, pirate to pirate, captain to captain. And I was hoping to hear a little bit more about you guys. Like, what happened to your horn? I pour her a glass of mead. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I assume you have like a bottle of mead and then just like one cup that you carried with you all the time, like in your pack.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit salty for being in the ocean, but. It. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Roll a persuasion check.
1: Persuasion. Seven.
0: <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I suck. She smiles. We've scouted a bit today, and it doesn't seem like there are any other ships on the island. Mm. You're stuck here. And we've played the song and dance a bit, as I wanted to make sure that a little friend, and she pats the cage, didn't fly away scared. But you are out of options, Captain. (sighs) We will be sailing. And yes, we will be taking your Ericocryphon back. We can take the others, and you... And you'll all be back to your lives and be back safe, assuming that whatever ransoms need to be paid are paid. Mm. So there are a few ways we can do this. We can do this the easy way, where you have a drink and you let us manacle you, and you go aboard our ship. Or we can do this the harder way.
1: Well, our crew's never really done things the easy way in the first place, so... Whip up my trident. Fuck this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> I tried to
1: play nice. I tried to play the game. It's not going very well. And you kinda yeah. suck, lady.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright. Roll for initiative.
1: Pirate time. Uh oh, it's 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 a four. Oh my
0: gosh. It's so bad. Oh no. Why does this
1: keep happening every time? I don't know. I'm cursed. Alright. My boots are slowing me down.
0: Some things to roll. All right. Yeah, I'll give you a minute. (laughs) A nat 20 for Colas. Colas has been killing it with these rolls.
1: What the fuck, Colas?
0: Quick little bard boy.
1: He is pretty small.
0: But Maribel has not been killing it. She got another nat 1 for hers. Oh my
1: god, what's going on?
0: And Bessian got a nat 20 on his. Ooh. So he'll actually go first. Okay, so. We, we have the full initiative you you rolled the four so you are pretty late in it um yeah but some of some of your allies rolled all right to to start we have Bessian who just slides the uh sword out from his wing um very cool and kind of flaps forward and is going to I'd say who he's closest to is one of the half works. Okay. So he is going to kind of swing out at one of the half orcs. Uh, That's a 19, so he hits pretty well.
1: Good, 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 good.
0: And does seven points of damage to one of the half orcs.
1: That's pretty good for a bird who was just in a cage.
0: Yeah, he kind of flies forward and slashes. Um, that'll be his turn. Colas is going to look to you uh, with his bonus action is going to use a bardic inspiration Oh! and just be like is just going to look to you and say salty (laughs) you've got this
1: he said the thing he called me the thing
0: Uh, so you have bardic inspiration so on a roll you can add a d6 so let's say you roll poorly Mm -hmm. you can roll another d6 to add that to it uh, which, which could be useful. Nice. Uh, so that'll be his bonus action. And then he is going to throw a dagger at the other half orc.
1: All right, going for the orcs. You guys, go for the captain first. uh
0: They seem. Colas, <laughs> at least. uh Bessian did it because it, it was the closest. Colas yeah. seems a little afraid of the captain.
1: That, that's fair. I respect that. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Let's give him a a slightly disappointed
0: look. (laughs) Colas throws his dagger and it is uh, 17, which will hit for four damage. You're kind of looking out uh, to see where everything is and where everyone is trying to make your decision for the move. And then you hear um, the sound of an arrow being pulled back Mm. from somewhere you can't see and being unleashed does a 14 hit. It does. You take three points, oh, sorry, four points of piercing damage. Oof. And you see kind of hiding in like a a little bush in the rocks in the cove looks to be a half-elf that you did not see when all these people came out in the first place.
1: Sneaky, sneaky bastards.
0: Yeah. Oof. Next up is the half-orc who's fighting with Bessian. He's going to swing. That is a 10. The the half-orc swings uh, a big club (laughs) and Bessian just kind of spins around uh, with his feathers and flourish and and dodges the hit. Next up is the Goliath who is going to run up towards you. Uh (laughs) You see this big goliath. Uh, Like he's kind of looking around and um, Voltari points to you and says, Farley, take her out. And Farley comes running up to you. um, You know, big uh, hammer in tow uh, and is going to take a swing. Farley. Um, That is a 15 to hit. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, that hits. (laughs) Uh,
0: and, And you take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh.
1: All right, it is not looking good.
0: Yeah. Beam, you do see has a little dagger now and he is going to uh, run over to Bessian and take a hit. Bessian. Uh, which is a seven, so he misses. Man, Bessian's <laughs> uh, getting lucky. slashes at Bessian, yeah. And then the other half orc is up. He is going to, so many. <laughs> Uh, the other half orc is going to run over who got hit with the knife is going to run over to Colas mm. uh, seven. So, uh, going to miss. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're the only one getting beat up really bad <sighs> so far. Um, yeah. going to go over, take a swing at Colas and miss. And finally we're up to Finia. <laughs> you, you are up now.
1: Okay. In value found ferocity on your turning your rage is a bonus action. I will do that. Now I'm, Furious! I'm entering a rage.
0: You take a big hit. You see your friends in trouble. uh, Your cat in a cage. You can't. You can't let it go anymore. You. You have to uh, unleash what fury you have. So now (laughs) you. You are raging.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So in rage, I'm going to go right for the captain. Honestly, this bitch is kind of ruining my day.
0: You run by. He's gonna get an attack on you. Mm. Two, two plus something. Two, I mean, two plus, unless it's like plus two, fifteen, won't hit you. So, so yeah, uh, two, two plus four, so six. So he misses.
1: <laughs> Loser.
0: Uh, you kind of run by, dodge out, and just eyes only for the captain.
1: This is all her faults.
0: Yeah. All right, so you are taking your attack on Voltari. Uh, Also a reminder, you have something called reckless attack, which means that you get to roll at advantage, but enemies get to roll on advantage against you. So it's kind of a risk-reward sort of thing.
1: I'm just going to go for it. Reckless attack everything. Let's go.
0: Reckless attack. Let's go. All right. right.
1: So trident advantage. Yep. All right. Submit 22.
0: 22 will definitely hit okay so roll your d8 and then um plus five
1: it's three plus five that's eight it's pretty good i think
0: eight that's solid
1: <sighs> all right so go straight for the neck let's go <laughs> oh, hit the neck that's what i'm aiming for
0: <laughs> yeah you aim for the neck uh it kind of hits her shoulder as she like <laughs> tries to move out of the way, but it definitely like gets a big slash on her that she wasn't expecting it to, to be this uh, dangerous. Um, cool. Maribel is up. She is going to kind of look at the danger, uh, eye it all up and follow your lead. Yeah. Kind of trying to be your shadow. And she's going to take a sneak attack on uh, Voltairi. Yes. That's my girl. 15, which hits Voltairi. So she got to roll a 1d6 for sneak attack and then a 1d4 for her dagger, uh, plus three. She rolled a six on the d6 and a four on the d4. Ooh. So she does 13 damage. Girl! Uh, as Maribel just kind of slides in the sand. Uh, and as you go high with the trident, she goes low and, and slashes at the ankles. Voltari is starting, starting to look a little hurt here. <laughs> and Voltari is going to use you know, the rage she's kind of building up, not like your kind of rage, but you know, just Just (laughs) normal rage. Uh, And she is going to use a multi-attack on you. Uh, She kind of pulls out her rapier and uh, stabs at you twice. Uh, The first is a natural one. Uh, So you (laughs) bounce uh, the rapier out of the way with your trident and she will make her second attack, which is a 18.
1: Yeah, that that does hit. (laughs)
0: Six damage, but you are raging, so it's halved, so you only take three.
1: Perfect. One, two, three. Okay.
0: You hear the sound of another bow being brought back and uh, an arrow unleashing.
1: i going for me again.
0: God dang it. And you feel an arrow kind of dig in to uh, your left shoulder. Oh, it hit? Yeah. Uh, it was a... I mean, it was just a base roll of 15. So mm-hmm. then plus three would be 18, yeah. Uh, so this does four points of damage, but you have resistance, so have to two.
1: Dang it, okay.
0: And you see kind of on the cliffside again, another half-elf pop up.
1: Good Lord, there's so many of them. So maybe take down the captain, maybe they'll get nervous or something.
0: That's, that's certainly a hope. Um, <laughs> Bessian will make an attack on the uh, figure in front of him, the half-orc in front of him. Uh, which will hit six damage. Nice. He slashes the sword at the half-orc. The half-orc just yells out and falls back down onto the ground. (laughs) So Bessian takes one out.
1: Let's go Bessian.
0: Colas threw his dagger. So he is currently weaponless.
1: Colas, I need some help. (laughs) Uh,
0: He'll kind of like look around and yeah, he is going to see that you're kind of looking pretty bloodied at this point. (laughs) uh, And he is going to run away, run towards you, like run away from the attack that's on him. So the guy does get an attack of opportunity Uh on him, um, which does hit. So he takes a little damage, takes six damage. He's still looking okay, but definitely a little hurt, especially for a thin little halfling bard boy Uh, but yeah he will run up get just right up to you uh put two uh two hands on your leg and cast cure wounds yes uh you heal 11 wow
1: back at 26
0: hit points the half elf will take another shot at you you jerks you get the sense that you know now it's going captain for captain uh that that uh is a 16 yep the cool thing about barbarians is, you have a low AC so you get hit a lot, but you also have your resistances, so you just dominate stuff. Huh. Uh, that's six damage, but halved is three.
1: Alright, not too bad. It's fine. All these arrows in me, totally fine. I'm too mad to care actually.
0: Too mad to care. The goliath is going to run towards you and take a big swing at you. Mm-hmm. From behind. A 17 to hit.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Definitely looking like, you know, he's going to be a problem. He but might be a problem. Yeah. Nine damage, half, so you take five.
1: Okay, back at 18 hit points. <sighs> yeah,
0: Runs up and just slams in the back. Um, <laughs> Kind of knocks knocks the wind out of you for a moment.
1: I don't even care. I don't, I don't even care at all. It's just as captain.
0: <laughs> yeah. Beam will attack Bessian. Mm-hmm. Beam is pathetic. Yeah. (laughs) Beam is... We already knew this, though. Uh, He he tries to hit Bessian, but Bessian just kind of, like, puts his wing up and it cuts (laughs) a few feathers but doesn't do any actual damage (laughs) to him. Oh, Bean. It seems like the two half-orcs were brothers, so he's gonna see the one fall over and then go after Bessian, you know, for some sort of revenge. Makes sense. And do six... Damage.
1: Who is holding the cage with the cat, by the way?
0: Uh the cage at this point would just kind of be on the ground. Okay. And it is you now.
1: Alright. So I can say bonus action to attack as well, right?
0: Yeah, so you can attack twice.
1: Alright, we are going after this captain. I don't want to kill her. I want to somehow spare her, kind of. I wanna knock her over at least and see if I can't put my trident out of her throat and threaten the rest of the crew.
0: Got it. Alright, make an attack.
1: Oh, it's only an eleven.
0: Um, you do have the bardic inspiration. Four. Four. So f- uh, eleven plus four is fifteen. So that hits. Huh? That is, uh, yeah. You hit. Perfect. You you feel your your poke is about to miss, and you kind of look down at Colas, who's like has his arms wrapped <laughs> around you, healing you, wrapped around you, like healing you, okay, like. I am salty. I am salty. <gasps> <laughs> uh, you make your attack. Uh, roll damage.
1: All right, so it's D8. So I only got a two, but then I also get plus three piercing and then plus the, the rage. Plus two
0: rage. Yeah, you hit Voltari. She is still up mm-hmm. looking pretty woozy and, and moving back and forth, looking not great. You, you do have your bonus attack.
1: All right, back at it again. Uh, normal roll. Oh, it's only an eight. Dang it.
0: <laughs> eight, yeah, an eight. Unfortunately, will <laughs> miss. Uh, she kind of swings. Uh, you you swing just a little uh, too off to the side.
1: Dang it! I'm able to like talk to my teammates at all and be like, Maribel, go save the cat.
0: Uh, you you want to tell Maribel to to grab the cat?
1: Yeah, go free the cat. The cat can help, probably. I don't know if the cat can fight. <laughs> um, probably not.
0: Possibly. Uh, roll <laughs> Persuasion.
1: Okay. Uh, persuasion. 21.
0: Okay. Um, Because Maribel's kind of trying to like see the scene, you know, and her normal like fight or flight instinct or really the fight part of that is kicking in and like, oh, I got to take these guys out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's you say that. She looks over to the cage and just uh, slashes her dagger at it and it opens up and yeah. Scrumpy. Uh, scrumpy just shoots out of it
1: <laughs> kitty
0: voltari is up now uh-oh who's going to do a multi-attack on you uh first one no longer play uh first one is a 13
1: yeah i'm armor class 13 so
0: 13 okay mm. so that'll hit you Bonk. six points halves to three okay
1: points one, of damage two, three
0: That's pretty bad. Uh, 11.
1: Ha! Swing and a miss.
0: Yeah, sh- she uh, pokes you once with the rapier, takes a deep breath, is like, I'll kill you. Swings <laughs> again and just over the shoulder. Uh, you hear another arrow being knocked and shot at you. Uh, then will they miss? Oh, that's bad, that's a nine. Uh, just, this one zooms over, you hear the zip <laughs> as it moves over your shoulder and hits in the ground. <sighs> Close one. Bessian is up. Our good good lad Bessian. Um, he point. is going to attack the half-orc who's attacking him. Does nine points of damage, uh, which knocks him out. Hell yeah. Ooh. Good work, Bessian.
1: Dang, that bird's good.
0: Bessian strong fighter boy. Thank God. And he is going to knock that one out, use his movement to kind of fly up towards one of the half-elves, shooting arrows and then he is going to use his action surge um to get another round another turn of attacks which is a cool fighter ability to attack one of the half elves dang up there
1: learning so much
0: yes (laughs) uh 15 so he hits and does six damage so he hits one of the archers up there good bird colis out of spells Uh oh um (laughs) oh no He's out of spells and he no longer has his dagger. Oh! I think he will look up at the Goliath, who's like kind of hovering above you, and be like, "You're not that tall!" Ha ha! <laughs> uh, and give vicious mockery on him. Great! Uh, I've got a natural one, so the Goliath oh, fails, my God. Uh, which means takes uh, three points of psychic damage. <laughs> Good, um, but most importantly, has disadvantage on the next thing he tries. Owned uh, the half elf that Bessian attacked is going to try to uh, is going to pull out a sword and attack Bessian, uh, and will hit Bessian for five points of damage. Bessian is still up, but starting to look a little worn, starting to look pretty rough. Yeah,
1: it's kind of a rough fight. These guys just keep coming.
0: Yeah. Um, next up is the Goliath Farley, uh, who just was insulted. <laughs> he's <laughs> uh, hurt. And he's going to, yeah, make an attack on you, but he has disadvantage. But he's crying. Insult, yeah. Just one tear falling down his face. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> and then, yeah, it's a 10, so 10 will miss. Uh-huh. So yeah, he misses you.
1: Owned. Let's go okay
0: uh beam is up um <laughs> beam is gonna start to try to like slink away he's gonna kind of see the way this fight is going mm-hmm. that two of his people are down how bad the captain looks and you see him start to uh slink away it seems like he's moving kind of towards the ship oh uh that brings it around to you
1: well, i guess he probably can't Captain the whole ship by himself, so he's not really gonna go anywhere. Maybe we can recruit him for our crew later. Hmm, bean. All right, so captain's still in front of me. She's looking a little rough.
0: Yep, she's looking bad.
1: I just wanna keep attacking her. I want this girl to go down. Okay. You know, the cat's free, it's fine. You got nothing to lose here, everything to gain. Yeah. Give us your ship. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> well, what I'll say is as as uh, uh Scrumpy is freed, Uh, He will fly over and kind of get into uh, uh, Captain Voltari's face and like be clawing at her a bit, which I'll say this gives you advantage. It's kind of like an (laughs) assist action, him distracting uh, after he got free.
1: Oh, thanks, Scrumpy. All right. Well, we're going to keep tridenting at her. So let's see if I can get... Okay, got advantage there. Submit. That is 24.
0: 24 will hit.
1: Absolutely it will. And then it's a D8. Yes. Two-handed is D8 plus three. All right. Mm-hmm. D8. It is six plus three. So that's nine plus two for the rage. 11.
0: She's looking rough and you bring it around. Are you just trying to knock her out? Or are you going for a lethal sort of hit? What's what's your
1: So I kind of want to just knock her down. Here. I want to make sure that everyone else can see that if I try to at her throw, I could kill her if I wanted to. But.
0: Yeah. All right. I don't want her to be you dead. kind of swing the trident, you make it look like you're about to stab her but then you bring back the other side uh and hit her with the other end of it just right across the jaw. Uh you see like a tooth break and fly to the ground, but <sighs> she just not like slams down incredibly dazed and you then bring the pointy end of the trident down to her throat. Are so then you are you're kind of like you're not using your other attack, you're going to try to Scare these folks?
1: Yeah, so I think maybe try to intimidate them and see if, let them know that we'll spare her, but they do have to help us get off this island. But if they don't, they won't help us at all, uh, she does die right here, for real. I will, I, I will kill, I'll do it. Fuck with me.
0: <laughs> um, will you kill her?
1: Um, if they don't comply. <sighs>
0: Okay. Then I won't have you make a deception check. (laughs) If she, like, if if Finia thinks that it might actually be something she would be forced to do, I won't make you make a deception check. Um, Roll intimidation then.
1: All right, because you got Finia's pissed.
0: I'll say you have advantage because.
1: Pissed. You tried to sell my friend. You stole my cat. Has been playing games and trying to shoot us from a distance with your sneaky, sneaky little arrows, and we're furious you're gonna help us get off to the island or you're gonna die right now. Rolling intimidation, 22.
0: Yeah, uh, it, well, it had all seemed like jokes before. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun and games weren't taking you seriously. Now with the trident down to their captain's throat, um, like they all kind of look at you, you know, two of them knocked out, Beam looking not so great. Uh, <laughs> you know, the half-elves are in some sort of conflict and then there is the big goliath standing above you uh captain valtari kind of like blinks open her eyes and looks up at you and a moment ago she could see you know what looked to be a privileged (laughs) half-elf girl playing pirate now sees this as the person who holds her life in the balance uh behind you you see farley or you wouldn't see it but you can kind of out of the corner of your eye tell that Farley is lifting up his club to take another hit Mm. and Voltari puts a hand up and says no weapons down smart choice and uh, yeah Farley drops the club Uh, the half elves drop their bows um, as like you know Bessian puts his sword up to one of them and uh, Maribel gets up and is kind of like flicking a dagger and pointing at the other who puts his bow down
1: (laughs) very scary So it seems like you guys made the right call.
0: (laughs) At this point, you do hear, like, someone yelling, like, "Ah!" and you look over and you see Rutley, who maybe uh, Maribel didn't tie up nice enough, running in, trying to save the day. And as he kind of gets close, Captain Voltari puts a hand out towards him. He's like, we've lost today. Rutley's like, um... (laughs) Yeah, I figured I got beat up by a palm tree, so you know we didn't have much of a chance. I guess <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <sighs> and yeah, you uh, seem to have a a fairly good grasp over this situation. Uh, uh, what, what's the thought now? You're, are you tying anyone up?
1: Uh, I think I want to bask in it for just a moment, kind of look around and smirk and talk about who the real pirates are. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You just underestimated us. You thought my hat looked silly. My crew was even talking about real pirates. Who's real pirates now? Hmm? It's us. And that over there is a really nice ship you've got there. Can you guys help us get out of here, actually? (laughs) Kind of trails off, gets a little nervous.
0: Hmm? Uh, yeah. As you're doing that, Colas is also kind of like, uh, being your hype man, you know? Being like... They will tell stories of the day <laughs> that Captain Salty Finia took down, you know. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, "Can you help us get off?" And he's like, "Oh,
1: um, actually, you um, know how to you know how to work your entire ship." And I feel like I don't want to leave you guys here because that doesn't seem uh, like a very good thing to do. I don't think we will kill you. Don't get me wrong, but would you guys want to go out of here together?
0: Roll a uh, persuasion check at advantage.
1: Okay. See, so yeah, I feel like we, can, we could use some of their crew. They could help us out. We could all, we can make this happen. No one has to die on this island here today. At advantage, submit 15. That's good work. We can make some new friends after all you guys.
0: <laughs> they kind of look at you, consider the situation, and also consider the mercy you're showing in this moment. Voltari doesn't say anything. You can tell like she is embarrassed. This is not a situation she's been in before. Beam will say, yeah, uh, uh, certainly we we can do that. We can all go to the ship. you'll go your way. We'll go ours and our groups never see each other again.
1: Okay. but you do the tell people. About the day Salty showed you mercy. Hmm? Will you do this?
0: Uh, roll an additional persuasion check.
1: <laughs> okay. Just wants to be known so bad. 14.
0: Beam's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> For sure, sure. man. <laughs> sure. So are you letting all of them be uh, unbound, or are you, like, kind of going to keep a few of them as collateral or what's what's uh, your thought so
1: I think the ones who are knocked out
0: yeah Bessian would probably give you the advice that it is smartest to not let all of them you know be walking around and moving so that you have some sort of collateral yeah
1: because Finia would totally uh, just let everyone do you know whatever they want but I guess since there's the ones that are knocked out already I think we should kind of keep them as collateral just in case but at the same time I feel like these pirates have already learned their lesson one time and we'll do it again. We can could, we could do this again if we have to. But um, I feel like I would so rather not.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bessian, you know, as you're like, they've learned their lesson. Bessian's like, I'm sure they have. Um, I'll go grab some manacles. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the, the the person who's probably actually seen some pirates in his day. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's only
1: real pirates. But he,
0: he would probably recommend, you know, keeping the captain in manacles yeah. and uh he's a smart bird. Probably one of the half orcs at least.
1: Yeah both half orcs and the captain. Otherwise the other ones are to help us sail the ship and they have to have their hands to do that no. I think. Probably. Expert sailor by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Colas will say to you should, should we get the other one too? The, you know, the one that was knocked out? Are we bringing him or just leaving him?
1: I'll bring everyone.
0: And yeah. Uh, you know, over the afternoon, you, uh, you know, uh, are able to find some manacles in the cove that you or some manacles that, you know, would be kind of a few of them would be just carrying them because mm. they, you know, plan to lock you all up.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so you, you, you use the manacles that were meant for you to put it on one of the half orcs and, and put it on uh, the captain. And then I, I imagine maybe the crossbow guy, too, when you bring him around, just for good measure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And yeah, uh, you spend the afternoon moving things around. Um, yeah, you, you for a moment probably think like, we should we should probably put something on this Goliath. But then like you realize the manacles are too small for his wrist. So you're like, well, OK, it's fine.
1: Probably We <laughs> we'll just keep
0: a close eye. He's loyal to <laughs> his
1: captain, it um, seems like so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and she seems mostly like, you know, a little thankful for her life mm-hmm. that you didn't take it. A little uh, kind of tail between the legs, embarrassed as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also knowing she's in a bad position to try to try anything, frankly. Yeah, better not. But you're, you're able to gather the locked folks and bring people over to the ship. You do find that there was a, another crewmate on the ship. Uh, a small gnomish man who just seemed to be kind of watching over mm-hmm. uh, in case maybe you would have, uh, you know, in case anyone would have come around when uh, other people were in the cove. Wow. But yeah, he he seems like, very quickly seems like the least loyal of the bunch. <laughs> uh, y- you make out that he's the cook and he's just kind of there because it's a job. Yeah, good uh, for him. And, and, a, <laughs> and immediately, like, already seems to be just as, like, jovial with all of you uh, as he is with his actual crewmates.
1: Oh, Oh, perfect. Welcome to our new crew.
0: You put some people in the brig down below lock doors that need to be locked and have a very very tenuous uh, crew. A very tenuous uh, alliance with yeah. this pirate crew that at this point all of you are just in the hopes of getting past this situation with your uh Lives intact.
1: I mean, personally, I think we should have a nice time. So I would like to have my bard sing us some nice songs while we sail the ocean blue. <laughs> As pirates do. Have some
0: nice dreams. I'm going to have you just make a pure charisma check. Deal. Um, submit. Fourteen. You know, in general, you know, Finia has this sort of bright-eyed optimism about people and the world Uh, a very disarming kindness right Mm -hmm. that these pirates have not seen you know it isn't necessarily the joyous fun time that you (laughs) dreamed it might be or hoped it might be but they do seem like resigned in the fact that fighting you again and killing you just doesn't seem to be worth worth it <laughs> no uh and that there is a way to get through this with all of your lives intact and only a little bit of shame from them
1: yeah at least me and Colas can have fun you know
0: yeah <laughs> Colas she plays a lot of songs and you know, performs well and <laughs> you know uh maribel continues to just shadow you around uh you know worried about you a fair bit kind of trying to be uh you know a little bit of your protector in case any of these pirates act up. And Bessian does his normal thing of flying up to the top mast uh, and, and looking out to make sure the seas are all calm ahead. Aww. And yeah, I'd say as you sail along, I have an image of Finia probably just standing at the bow of the ship, you know, one leg up. <laughs> uh, smiling out to the horizon. Uh, That is where we'll end this session.
1: We made it. We lived. We didn't (laughs) kill anyone, and we made it. Oh, goodness. And there's dancing, and there's music, and we're on a boat. This is all we wanted.
0: (laughs) Ha. Take that. (laughs) Who knows what's next? Uh, It seems like the tenuous relationship hopefully will stay intact long enough for uh, you to make it ashore. But who knows beyond that? As uh, Finia does some actual piracy. Steals a ship. We stole
1: a ship. We did pirate things today. I'm a real pirate. Real I mean, it was a real, <clears throat> real pirate to begin with, but mm. a realer pirate, a pirate pirate, if you will.
0: <laughs> a true pirate.
1: <gasps> a free pirate.
0: All right. Well, that was so fun. Keely, thank you so much for playing. Uh, thank you for being a guest. Of
1: course. Thanks so much for having me on. This has been so much fun. I'm learning so much about D&D. <laughs> yeah,
0: certainly, Interest, you know, for these one-on-one sessions, I I don't always like to have these um, huge combat things with tons of characters that aren't you, yeah. because I, you know, obviously I like it when the main character is the most involved. Uh, but yeah, with with the idea of the crew, I really, uh, you know, it called for a bit of a battle. Yeah, called for a bit absolutely. Of a battle. And you did well. It was close. How many how many hit points did you have at the um, end?
1: At the end, let me pull that up. I had fifteen, so it was a bit yeah, okay, under half.
0: Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have some more conversations in in a post-show called After the Roll. If any of you are interested, you can check out the Patreon for that. Other than that, though, that's all all I've got for this episode. Thanks again so much. I I appreciate you being a guest. Of
1: course. Anytime.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Well, I hope all of you who have listened all the way through have a great day and or night, and I will see you in the next one. Good night. Bye. All right, it's that time again. Uh, Thank you to all the patrons and the heroes of tier, And we're going to start by looking at what all those heroes have been getting up to. So first, we have Hatton the Half-Elf. Tired from spending a few nights running from cultists out to sacrifice him, when he finally reached Teldwith, he decided to splurge on a nice inn, one of the most famous in the city, The Worthless Note, a tavern known for featuring some of the best musicians in Cortia and drawing in the attention of many heroes. For the first time in a long time, Hatton felt like he was where he belonged, or at least where he would belong one day. He felt this so much so that after a few drinks, he decided to give a performance of his own that admittedly fell flat, but the crowd was kind enough to indulge him in it. Next is Tozir the Jagged, a tortle hardened by time and battle who has found himself in the service of a rising deity named Arthii. He's been taking jobs a little ways outside of the city of Valia, proving to the people of the area not only his strength, but also the strength of his patron. Which all in all was going rather well, as most recently he earned a fair bit of praise and favor for slaying a giant scorpion that had been wreaking havoc on a nearby hamlet. As he received his payment, he made sure to spout out the good word of Arthii. Then we have Nazima Alta, who last time found herself in the sights of the most notorious crime syndicate in Cortia, the Corners. Luckily for Nazima, they just wanted to hire her, which is how she found herself in Endin Keep, creeping from hallway to hallway, and eventually entering the Lord's Chamber. She moved in rhythm with his snores and grabbed a necklace with the sapphire fixed upon it. Not long after, she was back at the meeting place she had set with the corners. After laying the necklace in front of them, she just said, "'What next?' Following that is Lyra, a drow bloodhunter currently traveling with a caravan she rescued from some goblins. Lyra, not having spent much time with others, mostly kept to herself throughout the journey north. However, she did help when she was needed, most notably when they were trying to ford a river and a young cleric of Bahamut fell into the water. And the young cleric of Bahamut fell into the water and was swept down the river along the bottom. Without a thought, Lyra dove in after him, and using her swords on the bottom of the river to slow the two of them down, she was able to pull him out of the water. Yarma, the young cleric, promised between coughs that he would one day repay her. Breathing heavy, she sat back with a feeling of pride for doing something right. And finally, we have Virgil Bowerstone, who last we left, had followed a shimmering figure in the distance to a mysterious pond that he then drank from, causing everything to go dark. And now he finds himself floating in what must be water. But that can't be right, as he isn't needing to hold his breath. It feels like water, though. Then almost out of nowhere, a massive form shoots past his right and then past his left, and as he finally tracks where it started, he sees the form of a massive serpent, whose head turns to him and says, You drank from my waters. Does that mean you're here to free me? Well, Virgil didn't know for sure the intentions of this beast, he sure as hell knew there was no way he would free it. So he grabbed for his mace and then the serpent pounced. And that is all of the tales of the heroes for now. Along with the heroes of Cortia, though, I'd also like to thank the citizens of Hearth who have recently elected local favorite Beth Callow as mayor, and are now preparing for her first town meeting. The attendants expected at the next meeting are Boss Hunter 9, Travis Croats, Softstar, Adustus, Gleb Borjevsky, Sam Francisco, Joachim Thalquist, Nursbone, Savara, Phil Emarg, Grizzly Melon, and Bladed SK. Hopefully you made the right choice. Anyway, have a good one. Bye.